Welcome back, everybody, to the Phil's Recap and Review, The Walking Dead, Season 6, Episode 13, The Same Boat. And this is the post-episode recap and review. Yeah, it well, was the same old boat. Yeah, it was the same old boat. Just the same old boat. And I am back for the same old, not the same old podcast. We're going to be here to talking all about this episode of The Walking Dead. The good, the bad, the, the middle part of the episode, the beginning part of the episode, the fucking amazing end of this episode. I really think... Think we're gonna get into all of this, the but end was good. the end was awesome of this episode. But before we get into all of that, welcome everybody. Welcome. We appreciate you guys joining us tonight to talk The Walking Dead. If this is your first time joining us, please jump in the chat room, share your thoughts. You can also email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com. You can tweet me at igotissuesman. You can call in once the phone lines are open or leave a voice message right now at 781-990-8509. Those are all the best ways to get me, or you can always throw stuff at me as I'm walking down the street, throw a bottle off my hand, go, Phil, I have a message in a fucking bottle. Here you go, asshole. And I will read it on the show. And of course, with me to talk The Walking Dead, as always, is Joe Dirty Locks and Katie Crow. How are you two this hey. evening? Hi. Hi. Doing fine. I, I'm alright. I don't know about this episode, Phil. We'll, we'll get into it, Joe. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Because I have a lot to talk about this episode, too. And I know, before we get into that, let's not forget Let's not forget the best people, the thing that makes this show go around, the number one fuckers, the best humans, the awesome folk in the motherfucking chat. Welcome, people. It's great to see you guys. Terra Chan, Dragon, Apulia, KLC, Laney Love, Critch, Sam, Amy. Welcome, everybody, to talk this episode of The Walking Dead. I'm really excited to talk about this episode, but I am with you, Joe. Before we get too far into our recap, we like to give our immediate thoughts. Because sometimes you can look, people look at these videos and go, two hour, I'm not watching a two hour review. So we like to, like, right off the bat, talk about what we thought about these episodes. And at the beginning, I have to say, I love the start of this episode. I love the end of this episode. I could have, for me, for my little whiny bitch, I loved all the Maggie stuff. Don't get me wrong. I love seeing so much Maggie. But I feel like somewhere in the middle of the episode, it kind of dragged a little bit. And I wouldn't have minded flashing back over to Rick's group, too. And having a little bit of a back and forth, personally. I wasn't into it until the end. And me then too. I was into it. But me until too. then, I was kind of cringing. Me too. I had, I had, I was like, ah, oh. like, I looked up. And it was 20 minutes in, and I was like, really? Mm-hmm. I, it was like not even 20. It was like 13 or 18. I don't know. It was right around 15 minutes. And I was like, it feels like it's three quarters over. Mm. Yeah. I still I, have I, my issues concerning, <laughs> like, the decisions they've made and are making. And it's just, I... What was nice to see I, is a group that's got their shit together with, like, what? some, like, oh, oh, walkie-talkie yes. lingo and channel changing for that, discretion yeah. and codes that people won't be able to tell and like there's all they different locations in code as well like there was a lot of good lo- stuff that they had in those few seconds on walkie talkies joe kate i'd love to argue with you guys but i'm kind of like in the same exact boat i found a lot of the stuff i think i found it a little bit more interesting than you guys did but i feel like we got a little bit too much of it in a chunk in this episode and i think all the carol and maggie stuff that they did was really awesome but i feel like there was a little for me i'm saying for me but i feel like in the episode there was a little bit too much time spent on people learning their names that i don't give a shit that being said, mm-hmm. Molly or Roseanne in the Walking Dead universe, the Roseanne woman, I, lo- I loved her. I, I thought she oh, was a fun. Smoking, 
dead woman. Yeah, I thought she was kind of a fun character. I yeah. I don't I didn't mind seeing D girl getting her comeuppance for fucking with Christopher Maltesanti finally from the Sopranos episode D girl, who is our main Paula, our main villain. But I I feel like. It, we spent a little bit. I like how at the beginning of the episode we saw things from Carol and Maggie's perspective, seeing the bags over the head, seeing the mm. cut with the light, all of that stuff. I enjoyed leading up to that point. That's why I say I think it got a little bit lost in the middle for me. And I know I'm being a little whiny bitch like I always am, but I, but that that's you know, those were my issues with the episode personally. Yeah, I, I thought, I, but I like the actress that plays Paula. I thought she was awesome. Yeah. I enjoy her and what she's in. I like all of the people that they cast in that part. And I also enjoy yes. what you said, Joe, hearing more about the interworkings of this new group and seeing mm. how they do have their shit together. Let's jump in the chat for a second. Our Red Sox fan says, Ginger got what is coming for. Uh, Lady Squeeze says, we learned the names of the antagonists this episode. I, I have the subtitles on. That's the only way I learned them. And they get yeah. mentioned once or twice. I gotta say, Phil, I I really liked for for as bored as I was for the first three quarters of this episode until shit started going down. Like I, everybody read right through Carol's kind of shit, even though she is kind of going through something. She's got the yips. But I did like the Maggie Carol, uh, the all women kind of focus in this um, episode. I really liked that. It just felt written poorly. Mm. Interesting. I, I I can't say it. See, I, I guess like I disagree. Exactly. I guess I did put my finger on it. But. I guess I disagree with you on one end in that that I feel like it was written cool, but I feel like just it there could have been a, a B storyline in it. The I feel like the A storyline was strong enough to stand on its own, but it needed some to me for my interest. It needed something to cut to where we've been like, doing that a lot. I feel like I feel like not. I feel like Maggie and Carol carried their end of the episode. These people I didn't care about learning their names kind of bogged me down a little bit. I'm like, uh, I don't care about right. these people. They're, these, exactly. What's your name? Your name's Dead Girl. That's your name. Your name is soon to be dead by the end of the episode, girl. For me personally, right. I never felt like any of our people were in real danger. I know some people might feel feel differently, but and I think that was the problem I had is I never felt like Maggie and Carol because I knew Carol I was gold-bricking and I knew Maggie has the death wish. And when Maggie gets that look on her face... It's fucking on. And just to say, I want to parallel this with awesome shit. Seeing Maggie get to kick some ass and be fucking Maggie at the end of this episode. <laughs> Brav the fuck O for giving it to me. I've been waiting for that yep. a long time and you gave it to me. And I'm fucking, yeah, 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 yeah. Bring that shit to me. And they did it. And I'm happy. Yep. Yeah, what, what, I, what I did like was Carol and Maggie's performances. And we had to give them a vehicle to show us what how they were going to get out of this, what they were going to do to be badass and everything. What I didn't like was drag Maggie out there and interrogate her. So they square off and have like, I'm going to hold my gun and then I'm going to open up to you. Yeah. Like that, that what? Like what? The, that whole thing was fucking was real. Like the whole interrogation of Maggie was pretty fucking weak. And then the whole like, uh, Maggie got more information from that girl than that girl got from Maggie. Right. And, and Carol picking up on all this other shit, like, oh, this one's dying, so that's an easy target. Oh, there's a there's a little going on here. That, like, there was just too much shit I, I really didn't care about and thought was done poorly. I would have rather them just been, like, straight up, you know, fuck you and we're going to kill you and then end up killing them than 
all this little stupid fucking shit that they had going on that I really fucking thought was just really 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 boring because like you i never felt like they were in danger i felt like our two girls were playing that crew like nobody's fucking business we i me and katie both knew that they were going to get out of this without rick's intervention in spite of the fact that backup was on the way we really it was and then and then on top of that the whole theme okay maggie's been taken hostage again we've kind of been here before too like it was just get to the part where they kicked the fucking ass, which they did, and they did well, and they were fucking ruthless. See, they lit those mother- they lit some people, burnt them alive. Oh, dude, That's it was it was crazy to watch dude. that at the end. And I don't want. I see this is where I guess I disagree. Not disagree. Where my only opposing point is, I don't mind a lot of lead up for it. I enjoyed some of the lead up, some of the watching these people talk in the sense, and again, learning more about them and seeing how. See, and seeing that cocky look and seeing Carol play them to that point, I felt like I was never felt like they were in danger, but I enjoyed some of that. And I feel like I wouldn't have had as much of a problem with it if it wasn't so much of the episode when you knew that ultimately Maggie and Carol were going to fuck these two up. And I, I just wanted to see it sooner. And I mean, maybe that's just because I'm in a hurry to get to the good stuff. And I look at this and you're like, holy shit, there's only three more episodes of The Walking Dead after this. We, we Three more fucking episodes we to get to this point. Like, you know what I would have rather see? I would have rather them kick their fucking asses and made their way out of this thing in the first 15 minutes and get back and go, hey, you know what? They said they were all Negan. There yeah. is no Negan. But in fairness, the only reason I'm being hard on this episode too, I think, is because the bar has been set so high, I think, for this season. So everything else has been, especially in the second half of the season, everything's been so good. Bang, bang, bang. This was an episode that just, to me, wasn't quite on the level. Let's jump in the chat for a second. Uh, cool Bree says, I thought it was entertaining watching Carol work. It was an entertaining episode, not a not a great episode, someone said. I always had a problem with Carol, Daryl, uh, they give up e- so easily sometime when caught. Simberbia Pictures, welcome, buddy. Even though we all knew Carol and Maggie would get away, that wasn't the point of this episode. The point was for both these women to realize what their new role was going to be in the great world. Great point. Great point. So Phil is a call in and time. And they're both going to give up killing? That's their new role? Is no, 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 no. I, I don't feel like, I don't. I think at the end of their old roles and, and a beginning of trying to figure out where they do fit. Yep. Absolutely. Dialogue was still weak, but great action. Tis Laney Love. Saviors are better organized and have been killing humans for supplies longer, so they are harder. All this Negan thing is annoying. I feel bad for those who know in the comments, comic stuff. And uh, let's jump in. We got an, our first call of the night. Oh, we missed the call. Sorry about that. So we're going to be turning the phone lines on and off throughout the evening. So yes, uh, the phone lines now are officially open for a few moments before we get into our recap. So, uh... We also have Dialogue was weak. Welcome, Javon. Oh, no, we don't need another Morgan. Hey, I, th- I don't think it's they're going to stop killing. I think it's we can't stop. We can't stop. Stop killing, Joe. I, we need to. We need to keep killing. We need to. We need to. We should have. I think a lot of what we're to believe is what Carol said. I should have killed that guy in the woods. It doesn't matter anymore. We can't. There's no no half measures anymore, Joe. Let's take the call. What's up, buddy? Okay. Hey, what's up? Um, well, one, okay, the plan was a good one. The reason the plan did not work is Carol bitching at Maggie. Rick's plan in itself was a good one. Second off, uh, I, I'm watching it now, and if you hadn't have said that Carol and Maggie, like, get through to the end and I just watched it, 
like as as it gone through. I wouldn't have thought that maybe Maggie wasn't going to. I would have thought that maybe Maggie wasn't going to escape because we had her having that moment where in the last episode she was, or the episode before, she was showing the baby picture with Glenn and had that happy moment. Mm -hmm. So that would have made me thought, oh, she's about to die. So I would have actually been on the edge of my seat. Okay. Well, that's what everybody thought. Everybody in America um, thought that. Everybody's comment was, uh, one second, one second, John. One time. Like, get through it. Because I only know it now because you just said it. Cool. Thank Good call, my friend. And, uh, and Joe, what were you going to say? Well, everybody, everybody, everybody thought, oh, we've seen the baby picture. Glenn or Maggie's dead. He, coming up before the end of the season, one of them is dead. So for the writers to actually do that is going to make me look at the show like, really? Like, really? Yeah, don't get too predictable, guys. And let's play, let's play a quick voicemail as well from our buddy KLC. Hey, guys, KLC here. And... Personally, I feel like this could have been a really great episode. They, they had a really good setup. I felt like in the end, it could have been like an awesome cat fight with all these women. But that never changed. And uh, I know I'm kind of one of the only people, but I personally liked Arrow on the Doorstep, all the episodes where the government worked. Um, I liked that episode, and I felt like. This could have been something personal like that, but with more. Action. No, I know what you're saying. You like the governor episode. That was a that was a that was one of these kind of episodes. You feel like this one could have been something like that, but didn't quite hit hit a home run that you you wanted to. And and I and I agree with you for that. It was kind of the same way to me. So so let's get into the recap of the episode. So we start off and we're back where we ended at the last episode. We hear in the dark. We hear Maggie saying, "We need some help." And then we see Carol looking all scared as we see from her perspective, kind of looking over Maggie's shoulders. We hear the sounds of walkers. Carol gets her line in. No, you're staying there. Carol sees something that Maggie doesn't. Maggie sees it then, and they both go for their guns. And they pull out their guns, and Carol shoots a guy and wins the showdown. We get kind of like an Old West shoot showdown where Carol shoots this guy down. And I really thought, I don't know about you guys, but I thought Carol killed him. I didn't realize she shot him in the arm there. That was, oh, yeah, me too. What's with the half measure, Carol? That's, the, we don't expect, I w guess. Yips. She, she, you said that earlier, Katie, and I think that's a good point. If people don't know what the ips are, it's when someone's really, really good at something, and for inexplicable reasons, they get caught up in their head a little bit, and they think about it a little bit too much, and they fuck things up. Like, uh. It's made famous in the movie Tin Cup with Kevin Costner, who gets the ip, who gets the uh, ips when he makes it to the final round. Of, I'm sorry. But but everyone's felt that at some point in time. You think you're good at something, you're really good, you're real practiced at it, and then for whatever reason, you keep fucking up the song you're trying to play on guitar. You keep fucking up the line you're trying to read when you're doing a monologue or giving a speech in, the, in school or whatever. You keep, you yeah. try that. It's usually, it's usually the easy thing, like mm -hmm. a free throw yep. yeah, or a layup. That you can't I hit think anymore. she's suffering some PTSD. It's hitting her finally. She's All of been, it. She's been hard and cold and like strong to a fault for way too long. It's about time for her to start kind of breaking down. Cracking again. <laughs> Tara Chan says she does that when she when she does math. <laughs> she does math. Coral, Coral. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Same here. I would punch Morgan for getting it by. <laughs> oh my gosh. The chat is kicking ass right now, as always. And if you're listening to the audio cast, please join us live on Sunday evenings right after the show so you can join us watching the uh, in the recap and join the motherfucking chat. I gotta say a huge 
huge thank you right off the bat to Al Red Sox fan, who again has been tires tirelessly working all week, sending messages, going door to door, knocking on people's door, going, come join the chat, come have some fun. So thank you so much to Al for all the amazing work he's been yeah, doing over the week, sp spreading the word. You can't say enough awesome things to you. Okay. So here we go. So Maggie goes and and so so Carol shoots the guy down and Maggie goes eventually to kill the man, like runs up to him and goes, no, we got to finish the job and kill this fucker. And out of nowhere comes D-Girl. And I'm going to refer to her as D-Girl a couple of times. The redhead girl's name was Paula in the episode. She was also in an episode of The Sopranos called D-Girl, where she plays a Hollywood executive that has a affair with steals one of Steals Maltesanti's shit. Yeah, steals Maltesanti's shit. Uh, let's jump in the chat for a second. Uh, Robo guy from Jamaica, live and in color this episode. Don't mess with Rick's group. Mag Maggie is fucking crazy. Absolutely. Maggie is fucking insane. I'm pulling through that. I thought Maggie or Carl. Carol. I with a mama bear. I think she is very sane. Cool Breeze said, I thought Maggie or Carol were both in danger at least a little bit in exchange for Beth type situation. And uh, uh, Dominic says, I wonder if Dwight was in that kill room and somehow survived. I, I wonder if that's how he gets up. Oh, that is a very awesome point. That's a uh, that's not to uh, not to uh, do too many comic spoilers there. But that I, th I think you're on the right track with that one. <laughs> Amy says, maybe Cookie Monster's haunting Carol the human. It is possible. Mm -hmm. I think to, in a sense he is. Corey says, yeah. Corey says, if Maggie is crazy, then I dig crazy chicks. I, me, I love crazy Maggie. Crazy Maggie is what made me fall in love with her in the first place. I'm, I look into those starry eyes and I want to see wackadoo crazy Maggie. So, okay. So anyways, D-Girl. Well, as far as like um, Maggie and Carol and D-Girl, I, I do have to say I saw the first couple of seconds of the walking talking dead mm -hmm. and wow Carol and D girl D girl is super hot looking good looking tonight on that on that show they're both smoking Carol and D girl are smoking hot mm. damn I I always I always thought D girl was hot in the episode of the yeah. surprise Paula on this in this episode she's been in a lot of stuff she's yeah. hot she's yeah. hotty so nice little ginger. Kate Mann says, I thought Carol was going to die, honestly, after I see her showing up on the couch that of that awful recap show. <laughs> that should not yeah. be named. I think yeah, they, no, the, 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 they they've know. Been teasing, they've been doing a lot of little teases about killing big characters this season, and I don't buy any of that shit. My thing with the Talking Dead thing now is they're self-aware that they know that you know that people showed up. Right. That was true for a while, but now I think they're trying to counterbalance that and try to yeah. be, try to try to fuck with people and fuck with your emotions and then have people be on the show that could almost die. The only point in this episode I was fearful for Carol's life wasn't in the captured case. It was no. when they already escaped and, yep. excuse me, and Carol's like ignoring a zombie and I it was the way the camera angle looked, mm -hmm. but it looked like a walker was right behind oh, her, yes. and she was just sitting there oh. like la da 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 la da da. Like there was yeah. the, that was the only point where I actually feared for Carol's life personally. Mm -hmm. And and I and I'm not saying anyone that didn't. I I wish I had the same experience. It's it's my fault. You know, it's on me, not on the not on the show in the sense that I just didn't feel like they were in danger except for in the point with the walkers where I thought something bad could have happened to Carol in that situation. See, I had my half a second when she got into the hand to hand, when she did the whole bad guy thing and inched herself forward with the gun in her hand, trying to be all whatever. And like D 
deep or some shit and like it ended up into a, a tussle and i was like oh okay all right maybe we are gonna lose carol yeah maybe I, she's gonna get thrown into yeah, the zombie and I then it was like okay mm-hmm. yep nope it's d-girl so yeah i, I knew that the the redhead was the d-girl wasn't gonna kill her i just had a feeling oh no gonna do Oh no, we had someone we had someone from uh, someone from the great city of Lynn, Massachusetts say, "Hi, my name is Negan. I I love this episode. So does my wife, Negan. I think we're in trouble. Yes, yes sir, madam. We appreciate your support of the show tonight and and we don't want to say anything bad about you." Anna Banana says, "Welcome Anna Banana in tweeting me, girl power episode hated paula but what a death carol is confusing and oh my god baby almost got cut oh my oh, goodness cool. and she, she learned she she's not gonna she's not gonna do that and let's she's ju- gonna come out with a scar on her face <laughs> let's jump into the, <laughs> let's jump into the chat one more time lady squeeze says i felt carol was about to have oh it, but it wasn't isn't a spoiler it was something that's supposed to happen back at the prison so felt like he was gonna have her comic death bill says yes squeeze same they should have killed her like that lady squeeze we get some uh gotta catch them all stds that is says Corey mitchell Coolberry oh. says if they kill carol with wow. with uh walker i might have quit watching and uh bill says maggie took a knee to the gut in that fight too oh absolutely yeah. and mm-hmm. someone said katie great point about the ps post-traumatic stress disorder earlier it might happen later and how she, her post-traumatic stress disorder is affecting her if we see scenes from next week it looks like there's even more fallout from yeah. from carol and, and i blame morgan for all of this really so well, it, 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 yeah there are some factors that contributed but look, it was bound to happen eventually killing it's the human m- it's human even the best soldier experiences post-traumatic stress and it can happen immediately or it can happen years later mm-hmm. yeah. but you can't stay hard forever <laughs> well well it depends what kind of drugs you take katie if, if you stay yeah, hard the, no then you have to go to the hospital, hospital yeah if it's more than four hours you definitely have to seek a physician no, it's not healthy to stay hard forever no do not try it. children at home do not stay hard hard forever we don't care what you read in the uh sense of the word. reading no, those it's fucking one magazines thing to kill people in the moment in self-defense <laughs> you know it's another thing to days and weeks later go hunt the people down who are associated with the people you've already killed in self-defense and then murder them (laughs) in fear that they might come and find you later there's a big fundamental difference in those two types of murder and what they'll do to the human psyche some people it might do nothing some people it might do you know a hell of damage but I, i have a feeling most people would have trouble grappling with the with that line with that fine line you know joe i agree with you 100 percent but Okay. Uh, you know, I've got to take the hate with always being right, I guess. <laughs> but, 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 you know, what re- <laughs> but, jo- but Joe, in fairness, you know, I really need to. Oh, what, what, what's that? What's that? What are you doing? Shut the fuck up, Joe. Phil. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'll shut up too. Sorry about that. Okay, so <laughs> that's like what were you like playing it on a record and like dubbing it down to tape or something on hey, a different machine? Hey, hey, that, that's real. <laughs> that's like nineteen eighties editing there. It was real. It was real. Let's jump in the chat really quickly. People, uh, people seem to love. Kate Man says, "Do you uh, do you think since since The Walking Dead tried to make everyone believe Glenn died, do you think they have the balls to?" to actually do something big and kill off a big character since some other ones might be off the table. Could it be some other ones? Um, I don't know. I I do think by the end of this season that they're going to 
that some big character is going to be killed. I'm starting to think that I Joe. I think. That, did you just turn your that microphone? That they're not. Mm-mm. Did you just? Then turn- it like it's gonna. It could turn into like oh, one big character dies every season, or I think they. I don't know. I, think, I don't think they want to be predictable like that, but then that could be predictable also. I don't know. I do think I personally do think one ca- at least one big character is going to die by the end of the season. Let's play. I let's play a quick voice message from our friend S M B down. One, I kind of wish that every episode wasn't like I feel like every uh, every character is in danger. Two, it'd be nice if you let the audience know when the phone lines were going to be turned off at some point. You tell us when it's going to be turned on, you could be like, hey, I'm about to turn these phones lines off now. Okay, fair enough. I'm turning the phone lines off now. I'm probably going <clears> to <throat> wait and keep them on towards the end of the show is what we're going to basically eventually end up being, at least until we can get some sort of switchboard. But I will tell you guys, I'll try to do that. I'll try to tell you when I turn them off and when I turn them on. So right now, game the fo- off. The, right now, game, game on. off, game on, game on. Okay, so the, they're off. <laughs> so we drop all the weapons and the woman says nice jacket to Maggie you little bitch I want to steal your fucking jacket so one of the other ones call she calls Maggie a murderous bitch and I'll take that jacket after I shoot her motherfucker let's uh murderous jump bitch. <laughs> murder it you murderous <laughs> bitch super Melia. damn <laughs> thank you Al uh and you need a flashing phone sign I really do we need we need to I talked about this last week we need to figure out a phone situation I did some research on it too I want to get a switchboard system at some point so we can get some sort of switchboard so people can call and be in a line and go area code 403 you're on now but I got to figure out the ins and outs of how to do that as I mentioned last week if anyone knows or has any information about that please email me at igetissuesman at gmail.com so we can figure out that situation and figure out the phone situation because I want to make it easier for you guys to know when to call in and all of that. So thank you. So, uh, so oh, no, no worries. So, uh, so then we get a binocular view near the folks that captured Rick and they're watching. And this is when we shift to basically from the perspective of all the, the, the D-girl group. Hmm. Yeah, the D-girl group. We get them on the walkie-talkies. We see the opposite perspective. We hear, and this is when I start getting into a little bit into my, uh, how, like, do how much am I caring about getting to know these people? Or are mm. these people just dead? Are, the, are any of these people going to be our main group of antagonists? And, and I wanted to believe that they were, so I tried to keep track of this as much. And I feel like, I feel like Paula, the redhead, did a good job of establishing herself as a certain personality and seeing the opposite side right away of the other side of the conversation, I felt like was really cool. It reminded me of something that you'd see in Lost stuff when it was good. And when you see both sides of the conversation, you see, oh, okay, this has happened then, this happens over here, and getting to see different elements. I enjoyed that. Right. I, I like that. Ending the episode with Rick, with our perspective from Rick and taking the walkie-talkie call and starting this episode basically you know, 30 seconds back at the start of the conversation, but giving it to us from that perspective. I really enjoyed that. I thought that was good. And like you, I liked the, uh, the light play and the, the hooded walk and camera work, but, and then it fell short after that first, like three minutes. <laughs> our, our caller from Lynn says that fat lady was coughing and thinking, <laughs> Oh my goodness. That old woman savior reminded me of Max Mum on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. 
<laughs> well, let's jump in the Ooh, chat. Yeah. And she reminded me of that, and she reminded me a lot of uh, of Roseanne for some reason. Someone said, uh, Cataban says, Beth is a diva in real life. Uh, in, in fairness, in my small interactions with her compared to some of the other members of the, the Walking Dead cast at, at, uh, at events, she did seem a little bit detached a little bit compared to some other people that are like come on over here talk to me what, what about that one guy no you can't record me no you can't video me mm. yeah, that, that's, but you can interview me if you want yeah but he wasn't from part of the walking dead he was just a writer so no, he was from no no he was from that what one of the guy the the guy from oh, let's, let's, mayberry whose wife and tyrese mm. like was like all about the dude's wife he was pissed about it Mm -hmm. it, but wasn't really all about the dude's wife. Anyways, let's jump in the chat. Dude. Ben says, Jerk on the show, Jerk in real life. Benjamin yeah. says, we've had more than our fair share of frustrating episodes of The Walking Dead over the years, but it seems like we were at least beyond watching cool characters get stupid. This episode, The Same Boat, showed us that wasn't the case. Some weak writing and annoying character decisions impacted what was a decent episode, uh, what was a decent episode that could have been great. Uh, Sam says, I'm actually going to sleep because I have to wake up early in the gym. But good night, everyone. Good night. Oh, oh, someone said she looks like that woman looked like Large Marge. Tell them Large Marge sent you. I've... Uh, oh, wow. Oh, it took me a second. Large Marge. Wow. Nice reference. Right. So, so essentially it was like the same. The episode title is absolutely the same boat. Like it's and it wasn't about the parallels between the two groups. And no, I think they were trying to I think they were trying to set up a parallel between Paul and Carol at times in the episode. Right. Right. They were trying. But it for me, it just it felt more like a parallel it to worked, seasons past. It worked. <laughs> it worked for me to a certain extent, Joe. And I guess that that's that's where we're at. Like, I think I liked it a bit more than you a guys did yeah yeah but, a bit more but i'm i'm i understand every i want to argue with you because it's more fun that way no joe you're a fucking idiot dude what the fuck are you talking about that's stupid i'm muting you joe mute but i can't i can't do that because i hear like i honestly hear everything you're saying it just i enjoyed the performances enough that it carried me through and kind of entertained me through the whole thing uh, Tara Chan says, talking about Beth reminded me of Team Delusion. Oh, don't even tell. The important Phil, the human I'm going for a while to watch MLP. Thank you, Amy, the Pokemon. I always appreciate you popping in. And uh, thank, your, thank your owner for allowing you to play with us for a while. Uh, Ray Hawes, welcome, buddy. I don't know about all of you, but I'm ready for Game of Thrones. Walking Dead starting to bore me with all this filler stuff. Uh, Amy mm. says, I'll be back. Uh, Aver says, this could have been a great episode. He's right. Who wrote this episode, by the way? I will. Judith wrote this episode after a thrilling work on Feels the map like last it. week. Mm -hmm. It had a great concept. I agree with, with Ben very much. It had a great concept that was written. It could have been so much better. Stupid character decisions and poor. But there was just like that whole interrogation thing really kind of pissed me off. It was kind of pointless. Like, here's the thing. If I'm going to torture you, Phil, I want to psychologically torture the person you're with so i'm going to do it in front of them i'm going to tape their fucking mouth shut i'm going to plug up their ears the best i can and then i'm going to fucking cut pieces off of you in front of them Ugh. so they can see it and they can barely hear your fucking cry in fairness though no and then she didn't even torture her she sat there and had a girl talk with her they might she might as well have made her some fucking tea and gave her a fucking she showed her her cut finger she's like look i got my finger yeah, yeah. cut which was which was real which was actually really interesting a telling, stuff. A telling piece of the story every everyone just for the record the phone lines are open 
<laughs> the phone Don't lines you. are open. Thank you, everybody. Ben says, the softening up of Carol has been happening for weeks now, pretty much since the mid-season break. It still doesn't feel genuine. I don't know if the writers are building eventually killing her off, but Carol was one of the few characters that could hold her own with Rick and like him and do whatever it took to stay alive. I think they're trying... I don't like this I think they're trying to show, or maybe they're just trying to give the actress more to do than to be just the mm. Terminator. They're trying to show that she has emotions and layers and stuff. Let's take our call right now. Welcome to the show. How's it going, buddy? Hey, buddy. Hey, what's up? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, um, I I actually like the episode and the mind games were pretty cool and they're trying to pull the mind games on each other, especially Carol, the whole hyperventilating. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I I wanted to throw the remote of TV when they're like, we're all Negan and no Negan showed up. I'm like, are you really being this hard? (laughs) (laughs) They're making it so hard for me. But uh, for everybody in the in the chat room who wants to know, uh, supposedly, the man who's being cast as Negan is the father from Supernatural, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Mm. Yep. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. 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 Uh, John C. Riley. Get get back to making movies with Will Ferrell. Come on, just do it. Looks like it. it's an I am yeah. Spartacus moment. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Great to, great to hear from you, buddy. Great, yeah. great to hear yeah. from the, the great, the late, the great... Uh, Jo- late. The late, the late? No, no, late. no, no, I'm sorry. Dad, I don't back want you to- from the grave. Back wow. from the grave, John, John Riley. No, he's not late. I just meant great, but it goes, it's kind of the saying. It just goes with the saying. It uh, does. It, does. It's, yes. I, it was hard not to talk, not to say that. Is that Steve Martin or Andy Dick in The Talking Dead? Who the fuck is that? No, that's the director of Ghostbusters. At KLC, this was an awesome car, Carlos. Im- uh, oh, no. Carl. This was one of Car- Carol's less impressing impressive uh episodes i i agree i felt like schemes I was watching, one of her impre- uh, least impressive schemes excuse me yeah, uh, let's get I, like it, but I get what they're going for let's get well, sm down in on the call before we shut really? the phone lines. what's up buddy hey what's up i have a theory just wanted to see what you think awesome glenn in uh i'm not sure if it's the same way in the comics but glenn seems to be the guy that like is morally uplifting and would serve the purpose of it when he died in the um in the you know in the comics to serve as a martyr i'm thinking maybe if they don't go that way and kill him that morgan could fulfill the same role instead of glenn dying like you know uh what's his name gets back morgan gets bashed in the head with luzio a whole bunch of times yeah instead of being glenn what do you think good good point i i think katie i agree with that too i i think I think, unfortunately, th- I think the show is going to go a completely different route. I don't think the show is going to follow the same path because they know everybody knows that. It's not right. even a spoiler anymore. It's just out there. And, right. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And I just for whatever, think if they were going to go that way, Morgan would be a good... Uh, and, and I think the actor, Lenny James, is that his name, <clears throat> is no way going to be long-term on The Walking Dead. So I believe that he is probably one of the most likely candidates to get Correct. a to get a bat across the head or to just I, get killed by the end of the season one way or another because I just don't see him being on the show uh, long term. I, I, I absolutely agree. I think he is going to be our main character that dies and I can't even consider him a main character. He's I still think... I still think some other things, but I, 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 well, I with you. I don't want to get too into these the comic things. I don't want to talk too much about other stuff. Not, and but I'm I know stuff. I know not. I'm gonna let you talk in a second, Joe. But yeah. I'm saying from my end, I need to shut my fucking mouth now. Well, it, I just don't think it works as a as a replacement, uh, just for the fact that he doesn't have the same following. He doesn't have the same feeling. Like it, he might be moral. They might 
be playing with this. Uh, he's the moral replacement for Glenn. I don't know exactly if it's going to like matches up kind of from the comic to Morgan's character in the TV show, but I, I don't see it having an effect on the TV audience or galvanizing our cast. Like if Glenn dies in the show, our, our cast of character is there again. Uh, if he dies again. This- if he dies like, again, because he died last. No, I'm kidding. But no, right. I, I hear what you're saying, Joe. And ultimately, cannot, like our our characters will become fierce and motivated to kill again. Right. We if need Morgan dies. Who gives a shit? I, I hear what you're saying, Joe. And ultimately, everybody, phone lines are off. Ultimately, Joe, I hear what you're saying because I think whether it's Glenn, whether it's Maggie, whether it's uh, I think even Abraham or some other characters. I'm I'm just thinking of everyone. Daryl. I think any of our main big Michonne. Uh, Carl, any of that group would inspire that feeling. I'm not sure. I think I love Morgan. I love the character of Morgan. I haven't loved everything he's done when he's coming back, but I'm one of those people that was shouting for him to come back and I dig yep. his character and I want to see lots of him to him to turn a corner and get to this ultimate balanced place where he can you know, kill when he needs to, but not overzealously doing it. But I don't think, I agree with you 100% that I think if he died, it would it wouldn't have the same emotional impact as one of our main core. team, one of our core group. And I and I think Morgan is close to our core group, but he's in that next offshoot. He's not quite yeah. hardcore like, core. I right. I don't put Rosita, Eugene, Morgan, uh, Thank uh, Gabriel. You. Those are, they're part of our main group. Have a good night, Terry Chan. Core group. Exactly. Abraham, Carl, Rick, Michonne, Maggie, Glenn. Core group. Core group. And I, I mean, some of it revolves around the stars for whatever it's worth. But there, there's a certain, and we've talked about this before, within Terror. the core, there's an even core core uh-huh, of, yep. R- of Rick, of Rick, Glenn, Maggie, Daryl, and Coral. Coral, and Michonne's pretty, uh, Michonne's there. She, yep. she, she's, in, she's, she's included in that group too. And I think that's, am I missing anybody? But that's like a, even beyond the Abraham. I think Abraham's earned his way in there. But I think even more so, there's the interior group, the group that was together that winter. Minus the, law, mm-hmm. right, the first yes. season one, the season one group. The season one group. Tommy Truth says, uh, this episode would have been way better if they had jumped back to our main group looking for the warehouse. And we, that's what we were saying right at the beginning. I feel like, and again, this is where I think I, I slightly differ from, from Katie and Joe. I feel like everything that happened in that group was good enough to carry an episode. I just feel like I needed a few scenes balancing off with the Rick group. Not because we needed them to come back, just because it would have been good to not have so much focus on new ca- new dead characters that, that at least yeah. I felt like we're going to be dead by the end. Yes. Yeah, I kind of yeah. like being put in Maggie and Carol's shoes and not knowing what our group out there looking for us is going through, whether or yeah. not they're able to track us or, or any of that. By them not giving us any of that, it kind of makes us feel for Carol and Maggie a little bit more. Yeah, no, and but that's what they I were just thinking. I think they needed to change what happened leading up to, like, okay. all that stuff needed to change. See, I didn't even feel that suspense because I kind of felt like... They were coming in. There was a certainty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, their fear wasn't about whether they were coming. It was about whether they would get killed Kate, when they showed Katie, up. Katie, my fear is never about when I'm coming. It's always about when someone else shows <laughs> whether up. Whether or not you're going to show no, no, up. Yeah, sure. no, it's whether someone shows up in a back to the four hours thing again. You know, I'm, I'm hoping, I would just yeah. care about showing up. Okay, so we, we're still sort of towards the beginning, but we're basically 
it's a lot of this episode. I mean, I'm going to go through the recap, but there's going to be a lot of yada yelling because it's just mm. a lot of more villains talking to Maggie and, and Carol, more, more blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah, the whole thing is set in that, in that factory. And it's all like those two or three rooms. And it's all, <clears throat> that's all it is. It's yeah, the murder murder shack or whatever they call it. The the, the, the death shack. The kill floor. The kill floor. Kill floor, yes. Okay. So it's probably, it's probably like a slaughterhouse. Yeah, an old at. slaughterhouse. Yes. Yeah, someone said, ew, I don't need to hear about that, Phil. Oh, gross. Be <laughs> <laughs> One way or another, everybody hears about that. Yeah, yes. So we hear the uh, folks get captured. We see Rick and groups uh, beating the fuck out of a guy from last week. D-Girl do does the walkie-talkie thing. We get the opposite perspective. They're outnumbered. One guy says, we can take them all. We can do it. Demand they demand to know the ca characters' names. We see Kill 4. Thank you, guys. Did the plane finally cash? It's like... <laughs> did, did that we're gonna get to that plane we're gonna talk about that plane let us oh. get there so so rick offers to trade they put carol on the line carol immediately goes into her method acting where she starts to really <gasps> oh, 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 almost immediate laying the seeds of that even though you gotta sell ultimately this dude called her on her bluff because he's like she shot me she's not, how helpless is she she shot me but carol really played a good game of cards here and are you fucking kidding me? Are you kidding me? So you see Carol hyperventilating, and Maggie's like, ah, Ka Carol! And then you're like, what the fuck? What do you want, Maggie? And you go over to Maggie and pull Maggie. No, you go over to Maggie and you punch her in the fucking face. And you say, keep hyperventilating, Carol, or or bitch, or whatever the fuck your name is, because I don't know what yet. Oh, no, they already do know. Keep hyperventilating and punch Maggie in the face again and punch her in the face again until she either stops hyperventilating and they both shut the fuck up. Well, Maggie passes out and there's no more. Oh, Carol's hyperventilating. You know, Joe. You have one person fucking making noise at that point, and then you go help your friend out again, or you just completely fucking annoy them all, to ignore them all together. Because who the fuck cares if they're hyperventilating? They're gonna die. They're fucking prisoners. They just killed all your fucking comrades. Who the fuck cares? Why aren't they already bleeding, half bloody, dragged down the hall instead of letting them walk? Are you kidding? Like, I like. You know, what kind of bad guys are these? <laughs> They're not bad guys. I think that's the point. But Joe, I agree with you 100%, but I can't not do it. Shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck music you added to it, dude? <sighs> They do need some hostage management classes. That's Bill. the Joe Rand. If they're gonna do this, yes. It's the Joe like, Rand. Like seriously, seriously, right. like bloody these two girls. Oh, she's pregnant. Great. That's the first one we're gonna kill. We're gonna want. We're gonna make you watch it bleed out of her fucking Carol. Well, what's up with the gags? Like those, it, it doesn't stop you from talking. Even no. with the little like bundle they stuck inside the mouth, it doesn't <laughs> stop you from talking or making noise or communicating. It like ah, they like had the duct magical tape. TV gags. Anna <laughs> Banana like Anna Banana says in the chat. I think this episode was the last. Know that that this group. Our group is almost the same. Paul is Carol, vice versa. I think that was the was the was, intention. Yes. It was to show us that, and I think it did it to varying degrees. I think the end of last episode did it stronger than this whole episode did, but make yep. us feel like wow, our our villain. And I think the end of this episode did it excellently too with what Rick did. The mm. the whole wait a second, 
are we really the villains in this situation? Are, could these people really just be good people that are just the same as our group and dot their T's and cross their I's a little bit better than our group? As Joe mentioned earlier, they have this whole system on the walk and talkies. They won't communicate in front of other people. They're very, seem to be very careful for the most part. And multiple locations. Multiple, multiple locations. Yeah, they were conveniently stupid when they needed to be, Katie. I agree. Yeah. But, but ultimately... They, they, the, the safeguards are in play in the ways to make Joe not go on rants for these people. And, and ultimately, we, from times, I feel like they could have even gone further with that to make us feel like our group of the evil people. Yeah, and I think you're right there. I mean, and we've seen our group have this struggle over what to do with a hostage or a prisoner before with, with that kid back at the farm. But there is an appropriate level like if i'm sorry but if if you're my other base phil and i and i'm going on my way to your house and i get there to see a bunch of people walk out with bloodied fucking cleavers and shit and i managed to take one of them prisoner there's no way this person gets back to my base <laughs> conscious and not bloodied with like an eyeball hanging out no fair enough joe i just to jump in the chat Corey says yeah ball gag get the gimp what the fuck am i watching right. and the situation <laughs> zed's dead baby and uh and i do want to point out that something that apulia just said made me think of obi-wan kenobi uh so you lied to me ben well everything's a lie from a certain i told you the truth from a certain point of view everyone's right. the villain of their own situation in yeah. a certain point of view especially in this universe that we're in right now and I feel like in this situation, it could easily be looked at and and enhanced that Rick is in being a mercenary in the situation. He's underestimating. He's going cocky locky into the situation with and and almost got one of his limbs shot off in this episode. But Maggie and, and Carol are too big of badasses to allow that allow that shit to happen. And and they could. And they totally destroyed craft. Mama says, but this, but isn't that always in war? People always think they're on the good side, and history is always written by the winners. So some one side's always vilified at the end of a, a war for the most part. Um, yeah. Mega, uh, Mega says it's it's smart how everyone is Negan now. When a group like kills Negan, they think it's over, but the real Negan is still coming. Corey Mitchell oh. says you kill that hostage, you kill them. That shit comes back and bites you in the ass. No tolerance, no fucking tolerance. Ladies no, you, you you don't kill everybody, and it comes back and bites you in the ass. At least yeah. this way, you've eliminated fucking everybody. Nobody knows it was your group except the people on the hilltop. So when you get back there, you got to kill all of them too. Let's jump in the chat for a comment to Joe. Uh, Aver says, Joe, really? After seeing the wolves hack Alexandrians up and in cartridge mode, Morgan uh, takes in a wolf too much. Ain't no one got time for that. And they hit it from Rick. Come on. And Tim says, like Garrick says, uh, says there's all they're all true, even the lies. And Corey says, you, oh, yeah, amen, Corey. Cool Breeze says, Joe is a psycho. Don't leave him alone with the prisoners. <laughs> I love you, Joe. No, says, no, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's, here's my point is you don't <laughs> I love you in the chat fucking prisoners unless you need information and if that's the case you're killing them anyway so and and me personally I don't believe torture works so you don't take fucking prisoners prisoners don't do you any fucking good because you have to just kill them anyway 
torture isn't going to do you could torture me all you want i'll tell you fucking anything you want to hear i'll tell you my mother has three penises that grow welcome off back in forehead well it won't be true but if you want to hear that i'll tell you Sorry, if you're torturing Kathy. me so you can't believe anything i'm gonna fucking joe. say whatsoever your mother's choda boy is that what you're saying joe something like that she's triple choda boy triple choda boy from orgasmo if I wanted to hear and you were torturing me I, I could tell you that and you could choose to believe it or not you're not going to get anything out of me as far as i'm concerned i'm as good as dead and tortured if i'm your prisoner so you won't get a word out of me if you took katie prisoner i will basically we have an agreement uh, it's it's all right I'm already you know dead. i'm not bringing you any money i'm not going to do what you want no. she's already dead and she's already tortured now all you have is my wrath and vengeance coming for you so do your worst to her she knows what's coming i know what's coming and i'm coming for you oh my goodness and like and like vice versa if if i if i got taken by some group or something she knows the same deal i'm gonna antagonize the shit out of them tell them they all got little penises and tell them a bloody fucking pulp on the floor or dead and she's gonna come and reap vengeance Oh, uh, Joe's getting what you want out of the situation from my family. Joe, Joe's in the zone while Morgan's somewhere making friendship bracelets, says Corey. Holy shit. Joe is baking classes from she he needs to take some baking classes from fucking Carol. <laughs> Everybody. Does. Thank you so yeah. much in the chat. You're awesome. Everybody, just for the record, the chat lines are on. Okay, I mean the call lines are on. Okay, so uh, so anyways, the dude, older woman, young woman, and Primo, they argue about how pa Paula lost their balls. Basically, they everyone argues what Joe is saying. We should just shoot these girls in the head right now. Right now. Right, right now. now. What boom, are we waiting boom. for? Boom. We're coming for you. Put the radio down. Bye, bitches. Glad she doesn't have a sack of Godars to trip over. The old woman has tons of great one-liners, and she calls uh, the Rick a smug prick on the phone and thinks that Paul is being <laughs> dumb and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So then we get Maggie and Carol being marched through the woods. We see their feet perspective, which I really like. It's a really good job of putting their putting us in mm. their eyes. And uh, these folks are strangers. The music's really an offbeat, really put me in an uncomfortable position. And I, just to be clear, at this point, I felt very scared for our characters. And let's jump in the chat and talk to our good buddy, Tim. Welcome, Tim. Yeah, so uh, I guess I'll say every time I get play like shut the fuck up, Joe song. And it gives me a pretty big erection. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tim. To a lot of people. Thank you, Tim. And what I don't I don't want to get Tim too excited, but <laughs> Tim, I like to oh, make oh, Tim. Oh, yes, that's right, You like Tim. that music he added to it? Oh, Tim, yes, oh, yes. Awesome. That's for you, Tim. And let's take a call from our buddy, SMB Down. <gasps> what's up, buddy? Hello? Hey, how's it going, buddy? Hey, what's up? I was just going to say, I found a positive in the in the, in the show. I, I really liked when Maggie was like, oh, no, like when Carol was like, no, let's just try to sneak out here. And, and Maggie's like, no, we got to finish this. We yeah, we got to kill them Yeah, we got to kill them all. Yeah, yeah. Dude, absolutely you can't dude you were so live. you were so right and i just love maggie in this episode as much and i want to make it clear i i'm i'm being a little hard in this episode just comparing it to the state stake that they set i'm comparing it to the rest of the episodes in this season and i feel like it's just on the weaker side of episodes this season i still feel like it's a great yeah. walking dead episode and i feel like it gave me i can't complain too much about it, and that's why i'm trying not to be because it gave me something I've been asking for for a couple of seasons now to see right. Maggie yes. be a badass again and see and her. We had a 
full Maggie episode. Full Maggie episode, and I love that. I love getting to see that much Maggie. It was Carol that pissed me off if any one of our main group pissed me off tonight. It, it, it's because it's I don't know how much of, I know most of it was a scheme, and someone said in the chat earlier, of all Carol's schemes and plans, this was one of her weaker ones, and I felt like she was going to... Well, she blocked. She blocked three And times. I feel like she was, like, when I saw her pick up the, the rosary beads, my instinct was she was going to go all Jet Li in Lethal Weapon 4 on those people. <laughs> And, yeah. and start like choking people with the rosaries and stuff is a uh, spoiler alert for lethal weapon four, I guess. But, <laughs> but, but I, uh, that's what I thought. That's, Oh, sorry. So Katie. many people are saying, what? I've never heard of such a movie. Okay, okay, what are lethal you weapon. Lethal weapon. What? What are you guys talking Jet about? Jet Li is lethal weapon. That's the best lethal weapon. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, hey, Chris Rock. Meryl confirmed. Uh, yeah. Second Chris Rock. Yeah, oh, Chris Rock's in that one as well. Yep, it is. And uh, all, I mean, Joe Pesci's obviously not. Oh, anyway, sorry. That's We're not talking about lethal one. weapon. I'm too old for this shit, Joe. So we, but I really do, <laughs> I really do love that we got, uh, I mean, ultimately, why don't I just I, I just need to shut the fuck up Phil so Phil okay yeah sorry so we see Maggie and and uh, we see them being marched <laughs> yeah that was awful <laughs> awful I love it I love it you still hear him say Joe first it's shut Joe the fuck up Joe, Joe Phil. Phil yeah the phone lines are still open if anyone wants to call it there's plenty of uh, smokes just left in, yeah guys how many smoke cigarettes are there still left in the zombie apocalypse there's a lot of smokes oh, and there's millions and millions and millions and millions. They have like, like, so many warehouses full of that. Sh like, there's how many smokers are there? How many died? You know, there's got to be lots of cigarettes laying around. Yeah, and then no. they all the smokers traveled straight to the factories and emptied them out. Welcome, Amy. Welcome back, Joyful Crow. She's a very like joyful geez. crow. Uh, Lainey Love says, Maggie should have blamed Carol. If Carol went with Rick, this never would have happened. And uh, Al Red Sox fan, congratulations. They've been promoted to a moderator, Al Red Sox fan. So feel free to do moderation duties in the chat room, buddy. You are you are, you are, are in control of the chat, buddy. It is yours. And actually, for what it's worth, uh, if Carol did go down and and fulfill her part of the plan and leave Maggie alone up there. When the shooting broke out, Maggie would have ran down and that shit wouldn't have happened. But what would have happened was the four people, the three girls and that guy would have seen them all, watched from a distance, seen who came out. Oh, no. Uh, the guy on the motorcycle may or may not have come out, but they would have at least gotten a real good look at our group and had that intel. Yep. So the fact that Carol didn't go ends up working as an advantage because yeah. what you end up with is Carol and Maggie not only killing those four, but killing the other two or three that show up to reinforce. And because we didn't hear any walkie-talkie chatter of them calling another base doesn't mean there wasn't, but I'm sure we probably at least would have heard that. And so I don't think they, they we, did call. What they said was that we hear on the radio that he says, Ra uh, Radio Omega Saviors Down, go to game code fire, is what Paula says on the radio. And I do want to say, holy shit, guys. Daryl motherfucking Dixon's in the chat again. He says, hello, motherfuckers. Have a shitty day. Daryl again, right back at you, buddy. We love you. We love you, Daryl. Here's the fucking finger. We hope you get that fucking motor. Enjoy motorcycle. your possum. Yep, enjoy that possum. Give us, a, give us a bite. And let's take one more call before we shut the phone lines off and get back to the recap. Welcome, buddy. Welcome back, buddy. 
Hey, what's up? I agree with Joe's point. I just feel like, though, if you, you, it's like out of all the people that came, there aren't two people that you could have put out there to get captured and then, like, run loose to the Correct. facility, and it wouldn't end up the same way. Yeah. Like, for instance, if you'd have put Glenn and Maggie in that situation, I think it would have ended up the same way. If you'd have put yeah, Rick and Daryl in that situation, it definitely would have ended up the same way. Mm-hmm. There's no two people that wouldn't have, like, been able to do that from the group. So yeah. I just feel yeah. like... I agree. Yeah, it worked right. it to an advantage, but it would have worked to an advantage no matter who you put out there. Good, yes. good call, because our group and is correct. It was level. an unfortunate accident. They could have done some surveillance beforehand rather. too, and figured out that there were people around the perimeter of the coming building. Coming and going, like they should have around Alexandria. Fucking Dar- just saying. The Daryl Dixon says the Walking Dead used his name without permission. Those fucking bastards. Those fucking bastards. They they owe you money, motherfucker. <laughs> they're, you're like bl- like in Blunt Man and Chronic and Chasing Amy. <laughs> they, they need they need to pay you fucking likeness rights and shit. I gotta go. Or Jay and Silent Bob. I need to go see that fucking Holden Coalfield and get my fucking get my fucking checks. Okay, so that we hear on the radio, <laughs> Radio Omega Saviors down. Go to the fire code. We see Paula tries to reach people. We get a lot of static. They. They say, they seem, I wrote my notes, they seem very organized with their codes and mm-hmm. everything like that. I hope, yes, I hope Carol and Maggie were taking notes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yep, absolutely. Daryl's favorite movie is The Notebook, by the way, says Corey. What? I would have oh. put. Oh. my goodness. Oh. We get we get some shade being cast by Corey to Daryl. the crow. The crow is casting some oh, shade yes. at you. Yes, Laney loves says Fear the Walking Dead just doesn't get it any better no matter how many times I catch it in reruns. Shh. Nope. No, it doesn't. Nope. Excellent point my friend excellent point lady okay so we go to the safe house and i got the vibe i think it was it was clear that they were getting the vibe that this isn't the only safe house there's lots of safe houses mm-hmm. uh say, the woman okay, says sa- <laughs> roseanne i kept calling her roseanne till i learned her name was molly but her name's molly the old woman uh i called her roseanne roseanne, roseanne fits a large marge large roseanne large Ro- roseanne marge says says uh safe house my ass uh, as they kill some walkers and they put Carol and Maggie on the ground facing each other. They get them duct taped and... <laughs> Across the room, which was smart, so they can't undo each other's duct tape. Yep. As she taunts Carol, says, there's no way you're getting out of here. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking you can get out of here. There's no way you're getting out. As they dra- uh, and then they leave him alone. And then they, as they drag him out. <laughs> it was a really crappy duct taping job, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. I love how Paula says, I hold everything. I have everything. There's nothing you can do. Blah. I decide who lives or dies. Yes. Ah. And then they, they leave the room, as Joe mentioned, and then Maggie and Carol face each other, gagged, and Maggie's on them. Maggie immediately, like, doesn't even wait two seconds. They, yeah. If you were keeping someone prisoner, wouldn't you look in immediately? You'd, like, leave the room, like, and then... Leave someone to watch them, maybe. Well, the um, Sunny D, you... welcome, Sunny D. Oh, Sunny Day Tea Factory says, Hi, everybody. Just finished this. Probably my favorite episode ever. Oh, it, very wow. interesting, Sunny Day. Okay. Cool. Phil, I, I take you prisoner. The first thing I do is empty every single one of your pockets. Yeah. You don't get to keep your fucking rosary. She picked it in. Well, no, in fairness, Joe, long. just to be clear, she didn't have it in the pockets when they begin with. She picked it up no. off the ground. Okay, uh, that's what I thought. It yeah, was like, I think yes. it, it belonged yeah. to, to one the, of them. Uh, just to be clear. Walker. Yeah, the walker. That, was, okay. that had been killed, like, lying. That's what I thought, but I wasn't Carol. positive yeah, I about that. Yeah, that was just what I, yeah. Just, 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 to, just to be clear on that one, because that's something usually I just be like, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, fuck that. But no, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that's the way it happened. Yeah, I, I was getting show enhancements <laughs> ready, so I, uh, 
eyes were off the screen at that point. <laughs> I agree. Our Red Sox fans in the same boat as as uh, Sunny. This that extremely loved this episode, and and that's what's again that that's what's awesome about The Walking Dead, and awesome about the motherfucking chat and ha being able to do this is everyone feels different things, and it's great to be able to share everyone's different thoughts about these episodes, and. And uh, so again, Rick's group gets away from a tough situation, says Johnny Rico. Unscathed, Rick group is just unlikable. Guess it's going to take Negan to end this unbelievable streak. Very, very interesting stuff. Ooh, Katie, I finally got you alone here. I've, I've, been, wait I've been waiting for this all the time. Listen, Crow, why don't you fly over these parts, young lady? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Bring the cat in. Yeah. There. Bring, bring, yeah, why don't you come over? We have a lot more animals over here. You can you can have <laughs> I got some stuff you can warg into, girl. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. So uh so Maggie and Carol face each other, and Maggie's on the move and she's crafty. She she uh Carol grabs up the crucifix. She's really crafty in that situation. Maggie uh, this is when Carol grabs the crucifix and she pockets it. Maggie mm. stops when she hears them coming back, and Carol, this is when Carol puts on her fake panic attack. I thought this was an interesting performance by Melissa McBride, but it's funny watching it from Maggie's perspective. Maggie's. Yeah, she was kind of like, what the fuck is going on? Like, is this real? What? Yeah, what the I don't get it. Yeah, what the shit is going on here? I want to play along, but I don't know what the fuck you're doing, lady. Yeah, I don't know about that. Stop this shit now, Carol. Carol, I, I can't look at you like this. I can never look at you in the same way, Carol. No, it burns. It burns. So Carol puts on a major panic attack. Maggie's like, what the fuck's going on? And the savior comes in. It's the old woman, Roseanne, talking about how her husband, Dan, died in the last season. And that was really <laughs> stupid and it was all a dream. And she said, they talk about how it's been a month. And we also get a couple terms here that we haven't heard before. They call them the growlers. Not like uh, the, the beer works where you get a big beard. You get a growler. Yeah, they're growlers growlers and and up and down the halls uh, sunny day i told i totally dug the episode it's just not one of my favorites of the season uh joe joe has some issues with it but, but we'll get into it i think the issues continue as we're as we're going on but uh someone says at least use zip ties and Avery says this would have been a good time to write gabriel's uh, subversion versus maggie overhearing him selling them out to deanne in the past he would have had the group with rick and hardcore gone catman says i enjoyed the last episode more and it was a close second to the brutality that was in season five episode one Corey mitchell says group so rick's group is fighting young ronald reagan's group i guess mr grimes i order you to bring this wall down <laughs> what young ronald reagan amy what? says is the crow a walker in disguise or is this crow a pokemon it is a I'm whatever you want me to be baby. Oh, oh baby what what, what hey. do you what do you want hey, my, hey. what do you want my name to be <laughs> <laughs> so I opened a bottle of wine, Phil, because I am excited about one thing for this episode. The full Maggie. Oh, full Maggie. Yeah. We got full Maggie. Full Maggie. So full Maggie. I decided, <laughs> I, I was thinking about that after after you said that you had been waiting for that for a long time. And I just opened a bottle of wine mm. for Katie and I in celebration of the full Maggie. Yeah, no, I'm, 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 I'm definitely all about the full Maggie in this episode. There, that's where, and my main point at the beginning, and I want to make it clear too. I feel like this episode was... The very big to me, the very beginning of this episode, the way it leaded into it is a nine out of ten episode. I know, I know, we never do rankings like that, but just for the point of my experience, I feel like the end of this episode was a eleven out of fucking ten. When we yeah, get I to think see, this episode is like a six out of ten. No, let me finish, Joe. I feel like the end of the episode is an eleven out of ten. The middle, yeah, yes. the middle of the episode 
is a six out of 10 for me. So yeah. it evens yeah. off somewhere around a seven to me. Like, I feel like the end and the beginning of this episode are fucking awesome to me. In the middle, it drags a little bit for me. That That's yeah, I, my ultimate I, feeling of it. I really like the, the STU, things welcome. they tried to do technical-wise. I like the, the change of of perspective from the beginning. I like that we got a lot of mm. Maggie. We haven't had anything but like one line is from her for the last two seasons. I really, really enjoy that. And then and then I really like the ass kicking end and the burning people alive shit. That oh, it was, was an awesome shit. You know, crazy. So we, but ultimately I really that huge chunk in the middle, the the what I think is kind of some poor dialogue, some unexplained like, like that that uh this whole thing is a half an hour. It's basically it, it a really, half an hour. It felt like filler because and they, not substance. They get to this warehouse and they're like, okay, you know, we're going to meet you there in a half an hour. <laughs> so, someone said, someone that Corey says, it would be great if the crow ran around and screaming squawk and flailing the arms. Critch says, this was a good episode, but they could have used Rick's uh, views of Rick's and the views of the saviors on the road. Uh, bake at 350. Bake at 350. Bake that crow at 350. And excuse me. So, but Carol puts on the awesome panic attack. Maggie's like, what the fuck's going on? The savior old woman Roseanne comes out and talks about how it's been a month since they've been there. Excuse me. And there's growlers everywhere. And again, little touches like this is the parts I really loved about the episode. Mm. Getting to hear another people's perspective and what they call call walkers. They talk about, also refer to them as cold bloods. The cold bloods will buy us some time while we wait. And they make their plan. The dude is like... If we can get our guys, if we can get our guy, you can fix me. And then we can, and then Paula says, well, we can't go up against this guy, Rick. He's got all the guns. I've seen them. You haven't. They're really organized or they're a good killing machine. Uh, they, we, we don't stand a chance against those people. And, and yeah, and Carol has more of her panic attack. Maggie says, you got to stops. Yeah. She just keeps going. And Maggie says, you have to help. You have to help Carol. She's hyperventilating. Roseanne says, oh, Carol, Carol. And I love this. And for all you Game of Thrones fans, you'll know why I love this. Roseanne keeps calling Carol through the whole episode, little bird. Oh, oh, little bird. And Joe and Katie and I have just been watching the second half of season two of Game of Thrones. The little bird thing. Oh, little bird. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, uh, it's very firm on our minds right now. Yeah. Yep, strong association. Yeah, strong association. It's really great stuff. S-T-E, welcome. Uh, Lainey Love says, I don't like the name Cold Bloods. Cool Breeze Production says, wish Carol would either. have just finally shot the girl in the head after she talked about it. I told you to run. Tommy Truth says, it felt like the last episode of Fear, long and boring till the last 10 minutes. Uh, yep, Game of Thrones, shout out. Sup people killing in cold blood. Let's... And what what and what's up with that? She she had some sort of fucking uh, Stockholm syndrome or or developed some sort of bond with her captor in this short fucking time that they that where she she was able to you know shoot Maggie's uh, person in the head no problem. But as far as I'm concerned, if that woman is trying to cut Maggie, they are all in that group. Like she said to her, you know. You may not be a killer, but your group is. Therefore, you are. You are. Yeah. Therefore, you are. Yeah, for that. Come after one Same of us, thing. Coming after all of us. Same thing. So why are you hesitating? Shoot this fucking girl. Fucking kill her. Like, Bef oh my god. Before like, we go any uh, further, uh, let's jump in the chat here for one second. Corey says, "I'm putting together the greatest fan fiction episode ever. I just picture Roseanne, a man acting like a crow, Carol having a panic attack, <laughs> and Maggie losing her shit and getting nude. And let's play a quick voicemail from our good well, friend." Eugene, 
watches from the corner. Good, uh, good addition, Joe. Let's put. In the comics, did every single person that was in Negan's group all say that that like I'm Negan? I guess speaking figuratively, like the whole group is Negan or something. Or something yeah, like that that, lot, I, that I, in fairness, I'm not a comics expert on that on the Negan section. I'm more familiar with the first hundred episodes rather than the second hundred episodes. I guess the phone line is on. Uh, welcome, SM Down. What's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up? Um, oh, I just think Carol was a uh, um, uh, was like you know just traumatized by all the things that have happened, like all the people she's killed to this point or yep. something. I think that's why she had a problem with um, with killing what's her name. Not because she like liked her or something had Stockholm syndrome. I don't think you can know Stockholm syndrome in a span of like twenty minutes. <laughs> good, good point, yeah, right, exactly. And and as far as someone else in the chat says. Um, that they think it's uh, a, a veritas. Uh, it was Carol killing herself and reflecting, like you said, on the abuse. She didn't get to talk about Paula's four girls, right? There was there was a little bit of like you know Paula may have Paula's four kids were killed, but come on, Carol's been living in this for two years. Everybody's got these fucking sad stories. Everybody's fucking families mm-hmm. died and murdered in front of him and been eaten in front of him and all this fucking shit. So big fucking deal, lady. You got no fucking corner on misery. Neither do I. And then and then on top of it. Oh, there was another point that uh, that that he was just saying too. Nah, uh, nah. And and to ask your question the about the already working. To ask your question about the Negan thing, I, th- I if I remember correctly, I'm not an expert. Someone in the chat can probably help you out with that a little bit easier than me. But I'm pretty sure that is something in the comics where everyone says, "I am Negan." Uh, I am Negan. Negan's a Borg. So, so, so it seems like Negan is uh Negan is like the Borg. <laughs> yeah, Negan's the Borg. It's a it's a collective consciousness. Now, I, I love you, Tim. I love how you do that. <laughs> I love how you make that reference. Uh, did Maggie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they just stepped up the Stockholm sy- syndrome. Was this, uh, the second time at least, Joe? <laughs> yep. Uh, Let's, uh, I'm just jumping in the chat. Again, as always, the motherfucking chat, uh, the friends of Phil. You guys are kicking so much ass. And if you haven't already and you're listening to this, please join the YouTube channel. If you're listening to the audio cast, jump over, subscribe to the YouTube channel. We're very, very close to 5,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel and love to have the push and everybody help the push to 5,000. Let's do it, everybody. We're, we're getting there. We're, we're close. So thank you to everyone that subscribed in the last couple of uh, couple of weeks. We've had a good, great week for subscriptions. And it's because of all of you guys that have been out there sharing it Al's and posting work. it. Al's hard work. Carmine from Red Team Review. Thank you huge. Who's a fucking awesome fucking person who's been promoting promoting us and stuff uh, thank you to everybody that's helped the channel grow in the last week we've got we're up like a yeah. uh, couple hundred subscribers in the last week so thank you so much and we're very close to five thousand let's get the push guys so anyway so you mentioned those numbers phil and i remembered what i was going to say as far as the 18 people carol's killed there's only two that she should feel bad about and you know which two i feel that is the two people at the prison the two people at the prison. Everybody else that she has murdered has been self-defense or necessary. Some people might have a problem with those two with the little girl. I don't. Yeah. Uh, but as as far as everybody else she's killed, I got no fucking problem with whatsoever. She shouldn't have a problem with. The only two she should have a problem with was the knee jerk. I'm going to kill these people because they're sick and we're all going to get sick. Yeah. That doesn't do what you think it's going to do. Corey said, and your half-assed burning of the bodies. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah, Joe. I, again, I agree with you 100%, but... Shut the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> I, saw, I, know, but I, I agree with you, Andre. You're, you're, you're welcome, Tim. 
And Tess Tim just said, don't forget to shut the fuck up, Joe. No, it's very, very, very true. So the other girl says, yes, uh, how far, how this bitch get so far in the world? Uh, Being like this, Roseanne says, take some yoga breaths. Roseanne says... I loved that they had her say that. I'm I'm taking a call right now. This is from a brand new number. Welcome to the show, brand new number. Oh, no, hey, it's it's Bill Sotheby. I'm uh, just giving you a call, man. I wanted to... uh, I wanted to bring up a point. I don't know if you've gotten through. I kind of lost where we're at in the actual part of the episode. But remember, there's a part where the Paula chick is telling Carol that she stopped counting how many people she killed when she got to double digits. Yeah. I think mm. it's not an unimportant fact to realize that Carol's still counting up to 20. So yeah. I think that speaks to the fact that she's not, I don't think she's breaking down as much as she thinks. Like, she's still holding on to her humanity, you know? Great, great point. Oh, dude, great nobody point. loses count. It's like fucking. You don't lose count. You still know. You still, every every couple months, every couple of years, you go through your head and you count up all the people and think about all the people you ever touched. Yep. Or touched you. And and, and it's got to be the same if you murder, if you're murdering and killing. Like, even, even the most dogged soldier of war who's got 100 kills under his belt remembers or at least sees that many, if not more, including all the the missed shots, you know that that he's fired. You you remember it. You remember it all. You don't you don't lose count. That's just fucking bullshit. A- absolutely. You remember every single fucking one. She's taking the high road in that situation. And thank you so much, Bill. It's always great when you call. STE says, uh, I just realized I've been watching this channel for a year or whatever, and I still haven't subscribed. That's why I tried to say that because I know there are a lot of you folks that just tune in every week and don't necessarily mm. subscribe. So please, if you can and you watch us and you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button. It would be it means a ton to us. And yes, the chat is insane tonight. This is one of the you guys are amazing in the chat tonight. You guys are cracking it up. Don't forget, Joe. Lizzie was fucking nuts. She had to. Exactly. That girl had to go. Exactly. Some people might yeah, feel bad about it, but no. I don't. The only two that Carol should feel bad about is the two prisoners, yep. Tyrese's girlfriend and the guy. And officially, guys, the phone lines are off. Okay, so yeah. so Roseanne says take some yoga breaths as uh, as she, she <laughs> says nice as she sucks on her cigarette and, and, and she sucks on her cigarette and Carol holds the rosary yoga beads. Breaths, honey, you'll be fine. <laughs> Carol holds the rosary beads and Maggie and they say, "Oh, I get it now. You're one of those type of people. What are you afraid of?" <laughs> and Paula says, "Are you actually afraid to die? Are you scared of getting your ticket punched?" Carol, excuse me. Carol says. It doesn't matter what happens to me. Just don't hurt Maggie. Paul is just basically like, just, yeah, whatever. Who gives a shit? Then that other dude who we didn't know his name yet. His name's Donnie. So shut the, so everybody shut the fuck 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 up, up, Donnie. Says, you're out of your element, Donnie. You're out of your element, Donnie. But Donnie can point out that she's pregnant. Everyone's like, shut the fuck up, Donnie. We don't get it. She's pregnant. She doesn't look pregnant. <laughs> Paula says, you're pretty I'm st- only two months pregnant. Yeah, you're pretty I'm stupid saying. for getting If you were a girl and you were ever in this kind of situation, wouldn't you always be two months pregnant? <laughs> to garner sympathy? Yeah. Like, oh, maybe they punch me in the belly. Maybe they think they'll, they'll like, uh, give me some sort of, like, but miscarriage. In, and that'll well, be torture. it's a good way to gauge the characters of the people who have you hostage. You're and, already and hostage. And well, if, yes, but I mean, you find out who has conscience in there. Conscience, yes, conscience. And if we're judging by how old, how how fast baby Judith ages, Maggie's probably only like a day pregnant at this point. <laughs> so Maggie fires back and laughs when she says, "Aren't you stupid for getting knocked up?" Maggie fires back and says, uh, "It's never a smart time to get knocked up. People used to just die giving birth. I have to live through it. I'm doing a different thing." This is where it gets kind of I 
they just go back and forth about what is life living uh, about two different agendas. The fact that that ultimately D girl Paula's whole situation is she's given up. She's gotten to the point where she's done enough horrible things in her life that she doesn't couldn't even consider or imagine there. Especially because we learn later that she had four kids that died. She couldn't get to them. She was stuck at work. All this stuff has changed her, and she's crossed lines she hasn't wanted to cross. And she just doesn't understand how someone could possibly want to have kids in this world. Maggie says, I'm choosing something different. I'm choosing, and she says, yeah, you chose something different, and she leaves. So Roseanne and the other girl are like, whatever, and Roseanne smokes, and Carol gives her the, you shouldn't smoke in front of the baby kind of look. And Roseanne says, you have a bigger issue to deal with than, than secondhand smoke, or Molly. Molly, which is her name, yells, yells, <laughs> you're worse than a bunch of evangelical second graders. And then she has a cough fit, almost like Walter White in season oh, one of Breaking Bad. tuberculosis. Yeah. Or cancer or something. So, She's so coughing chin. up blood. Phil says, Lainey Love says, Phil, you mean we're getting into the boring part? Yeah, I think maybe. Well, let's yada yada. Glenn's not. Let's jump in. The end of the world is not a place to be reciting poetry, Morgan. We're past that. You're people- way fucking past the poetry. Yep. Poetry Al- is timeless. Poetry is written in blood now. But it t- stands still timeless. Carol says, listen. All Paul. the prettier for it. Carol says, listen. These people, my friends are going to kill you. And, yeah. and you're a dead woman or or some, we get into the whole thing you walkers you are walkers you're a dead mm. person walking blah 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 you're in the same boat okay so we get back and the dude's arm it, donnie's arms all fucked up and paul comes over and says it's about 30 minutes until our backup arrives and maggie and he's only got about 10 left in him yeah maggie says he only has about 10 minutes left i'm not a doctor but my father lost his leg and i know how these things work and maggie kind of bluffs him here in this situation maggie says if you're if uh if listen just talk to my friend rick and we can figure this whole situation out no problem no problem. Everybody everybody else in this fucking universe that's part of our crew takes bullets to the belly, bullets to the eye, bullets to the fucking everywhere, right? <laughs> and doesn't die. In fact, lives through the shit. He takes one to the arm and, yep, Done. goner. <laughs> He's going to turn. He was dead before. <laughs> yeah, he was dead before he even walked. Wow. Let's jump in the chat for a second. Corey says, Maggie, three months pregnant and subtracting. Maybe Judith is Benjamin. <laughs> Maybe Judith is Benjamin Buttons. STE says, yeah, I felt the same way about the 25 minutes in the episode in the middle. It was a bit shit, but very shit. SM Down says, <laughs> yeah, uh, Glenn is the biggest. Ba- oh, that's a talk in the, in the chat going on. Aver says, yeah, about the two months. How long before Alexandra overrun? Remember, they were in tunnels and Maggie changed their mind. Pregnant Laney Love says, no. Oh, they're talking about Al. Crimson Rose, I loved it too, Al. I was pissed at first, but we needed Carol to go through her shit. Morgan got in her head. She didn't disappoint. She released the beast when she had to. Mm-hmm. So Donnie no, looks... And she, she did and she in didn't. And she's still, like, sitting she's on that fence. Well, oh, okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. You're right. Absolutely. She did what needed to be done, but now was... And you made a, a point about her comment at the end that I... I uh, yeah, let's we'll get to we'll get to the end. So Donnie looks and he's pissed and he stands up and Carol said, uh, uh, "Listen, listen, buddy, you need to buddy. listen, buddy." Paul, Paula says, "We need to wait. We need to get. We need to wait for our group to get here and we need to get some insurance." And this dude's like, "No, shoot this, shoot this girl in her fucking arm now." First of all, why aren't we killing these people? You're gonna stand up for this gutless bitch over me, and he hits yes. and he hits Paula Maggie. He's right. And Maggie goes, oh, he is right in a way, in a sense. 
in a sense except until he smacked her across the face in a sense he's right in a sense until he smacked her absolutely but saying what he said initially from the very beginning no paula we don't take these people prisoner we kill them right the Mm -hmm. fuck now ultimately is a correct thing i mean i don't want to see maggie and carol get killed but he should have probably done that. I don't know. You abs- you absolutely do do that, and you do your best to hide the body in this fucking fact. The body's in this factory somewhere in case you do get tracked, right? And then you keep them every time you talk to them. No, we hold all the cards, motherfucker. You're the one that keeps calling us. You're the one that wants these two chicks back. So you're gonna go fuck yourself. And if you want, you can kill that bastard that you got with you. Because as far as we're concerned, he's a dead man anyway. Yep. So go fuck yourself. Go and if fuck you yourself. See these two women alive again. You'll do everything we say, even though we know they're already dead up in the fucking factory. You keep Rick and the rest of the group on the horn. You already let them hear our voices once, and you keep them fucking strung along for as many days as you can, wanting to hear their voices again. No. You don't get to hear their fucking voices again. You can go fuck yourself, and you will meet us here tomorrow at noon, and then you don't show up. You will meet us here the next day at three, and you don't show up. Yep. Whatever. Go fuck Rick. Go Rick. Go fuck yourself. They are really fucking bad at this. Both sides are bad at this. They have no idea how to psychologically torture, how to fuck with people, (laughs) how to really fucking do the things that they say that they're doing. They have zero fucking clue. Like that's why, kind of like like me. You hear me say all this stuff. Like I I could do this. No, me personally, I'm a little bit more like Morgan than I actually talk. I don't want to kill anybody. I probably would never actually kill anybody unless it was serious self-defense. I would never partake in what Rick and the crew have yeah, just Joe. done. Joe, I, I would totally fucking agree with you. conscientiously dude. object to that. However, I do know what does need to be done and how to go about doing it. Yeah, motherfucker. I, Joe, 100% right. And I just have to jump. I have to jump. What in the fuck? <laughs> Are you furrying it up, Phil? Well, I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, Joe. Uh, you you, you get a new. Why didn't you ever tell me? We could have gone to so many conventions in Vegas over the yeah. years. Yeah, <laughs> Carmine says you can. Yeah, he does. The, Joe should be like Joe Godfather. Like when Godfather gets uh gets uh the the singer guy, he's like, you should act like a man, and he shakes him. You should act like a man. And, uh, Carmine, you must have the edge. We were just talking about you. I said a huge thank you to Carmine for sharing uh, sharing one of our videos, which definitely helped the subscriber growth this week. So huge thank you to Carmine. Great to fucking see you buddy but yes totally like if i didn't know better i would think joe was a new yorker says carmine dreadlocks more like godfather joe Fuck it, shut the f- you know what needs to be i've watched enough tv and bad tv and good movies and bad movies to know the right way to do shit yep. holy shit <laughs> this is i i believe me i'm not speaking from experience at all yeah right yeah joe disclaimer joe you sick bastard i just need to tell you to <laughs> Shut the fuck, fuck up, up, Joe. Joe. <laughs> okay. So, so Joe, we get it. Hello, Sa- Sandman. Welcome. I thought someone was fucking with me subliminally. Was that a flashing Dalmatian? Check your stash. Blood clot, Joe. Blood clot, Joe. Red Team Rocket. You can act like a man. I love that. Oh, Tim Gersh is in the house. First, we get a crow, now a dog. This channel is just getting better, says Johnny Rico. Holy shit! I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see any fucking Dalmatians. We're not gonna have a. We're not. To, we're not having furry podcasts going on here, motherfuckers. Okay, so so he he uh, he says shoot this Carol bitch in her arm now. 
You're gonna stand up for the gutless bitch. And I love how Maggie gets all Karate Kid on his ass, like leg sweeps him and shit. Like does this like on the ground leg sweep. And then Carol, and then just starts beating his ass. And then Carol starts getting his ass kicked and takes some blows. Paula comes over, knocks his ass out with the butt of a gun. At first I thought she stabbed him, but she really just kind of uh, knocked him out with the butt of the gun. So, <laughs> I saw the Dalmatian head and I did a double tech. Had to check my bag and make sure it wasn't laced with something. <laughs> I get it. I have, no, I have no clue what you guys are talking about. Dalmatian head. What are you talking about, Dalmatian head? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, Joe, could you talk for one second? Joe, you're muted. But mess with your action. There's a... Uh, your, your audio is is frozen for a second. So Joe is audioly frozen for a moment. I can't hear either of you guys right now. I'll tell you when I can. So Joe and, Joe and Katie are frozen in the moment. My my dog must have uh, thrown it off. Uh, so, so maybe try to do your settings on the computer again or something like that. So he shoots in the arm and you can stand up for this gutless bitch over me and they take Maggie out for interrogation and uh, and ultimately they should have done it before. And this is one of those things that I think Joe was talking about with, uh, yeah, they should have taken Maggie out before. They waited till this long to, oh, you got you can hear them? You guys can hear them and see them? I can't for some reason. Oh, Joe, so talk. you can. Oh, now I can hear you. I'm sorry about that. I was on your end. You hit something with your with your yeah. Dalmatian head. Yeah, sorry. Sabotage. Sorry about that, guys. My it's on my end, Phil. Yeah, I'm a dumbass. That that's what happens when you turn yourself into a furry. You fuck shit up. Sorry about it that. It does. It does. It's <sighs> and you don't get laid. Yep, I don't. No, unless you're unless you're Johnny Drama. So Carol's on the floor, <laughs> and she looks up and she sees this walker in the vi in a window. Thank you, guys. Thank you in the chat. So yeah, and we get a nice close up, and that's awful for them. Uh, Katie and I just started going blah, 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 and yeah, whistling and making all sorts of noise. Mm. Yeah, oh, I'm mm. sorry. we just went like I didn't think anyone could hear me. <laughs> <laughs> Blame sorry it on me. No, no, honestly, guys, that is that is all on me. That has nothing to do with you. I blame the alcohol, ha ha, and the fucking putting on my uh, putting on my uh, putting on Dalmatian head for doing that shit. Let's listen to it. Yeah, a... you shouldn't mix alcohol and furries. You shouldn't. It, it's it's a bad, Kate. Kate, you are absolutely right. It's a bad situation. Let's listen yes. to a uh, couple of messages. We got a couple of voice messages going on. Let's listen to this. Oh, that's the worst. That's, a, that's the worst idea in the world. Eventually, uh, Rick, sooner than later, would just be like, they're dead because there's no way. Otherwise, why wouldn't they let us hear their voices, okay? <laughs> and everyone else would eventually agree with him and sooner rather than later. <laughs> and Glenn has already passed the point of killing, so that's not going to save them. So, like, seriously, uh, keep, uh, killing them and then trying to string the others along is the worst idea in the world to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to do one quick comment from the chat. They don't know the group. They don't know the. They don't know Welcome, Rick Grim. And the group. But that's what you do. That's how they should have tried to play it. Like you, we know the group, so we know that's probably not a good idea for them to do. But it's certainly not a good idea to keep two fucking ruthless killers, two fucking pythons in the fucking room with you that you think are fucking helpless little little children. No, I I I don't care. As far as I'm concerned, you kill them. You don't drag two people along that are going to try to kill you and escape and kill you at any moment yeah. 
like that's just bad business and, and, and if it's gonna buy you a day or two you pretend that they're still alive you tell them immediately that you killed them and you know they're gonna be coming after you and tracking you immediately yes katie you try to play it one second you're katie coming in a half an hour too so they only had to hold these people hold rick and his people off for half an hour <laughs> good good point i sorry i laughed at what bill said in the chat when you mix alcohol and furries house pets get hurt it's very true <laughs> It just gets everybody hurt gets hurt difference. i'm sure everybody gets hurt all and all and we have one more quick message before we get back to the voicemails i think maggie uh swept the uh, like took down the guy just because she was beaten in the first season remember she was like abused in that first season yeah, or second season or whatever. Yep. yeah i forgot i honestly forgot about that but very very good point my friend exactly so maggie's not going to be sitting there to play it like no we will kill all of these people. As far yeah. as I'm concerned, if you've taken one of my group or me prisoner and hostage and made threats, I mean, you've heard me say this time and time again, there's such very, there's a line and it's very little cross that line, but when you have, it's knife to the back of the fucking head. There's just no two, like, mind. exactly. Like at this point, no, we have to kill every, everybody in this room, in this building that they know that is still living, that has talked to these five people in the last 24 hours. They all must die. If they had kids in the other room, those kids would have to die. You can't, if you leave them there, that's kind of cruel. If you don't kill them, they're going to come back and try to kill you at some point for their revenge. You can them and indoctrinate mm. them to your cult. Yeah, and then the whole while that you think that that's all cool and you're raising they're these sleepers. cool little indoctrinated cr kids, <laughs> they fucking kill you in your sleep a couple Isn't weeks, months, years down the road. So no, you kill the fucking kids too. I'm sorry to say it. Everybody's going to hate me now. Oh my God. <laughs> Joe's killing kids now. <laughs> no, so Sometimes the kids, kids gotta die. Read, read the chat, Joe. People want you to adopt them, you know, and stuff going on. <laughs> so, so, uh, so Maggie says, my husband, and Paula says, I don't care. You're pathetic, Carol. I don't care what you think. We're the same. I just need a warm body to sleep, blah, 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 blah. We go back and forth between some of our characters. Excuse me, in this situation. So we get Carol with the rosary beads, and someone asks her, do you really believe in that crap? Carol says, yes, it got me through the death of my daughter. This is uh, with Paula, at, Paula and Carol talking. And she says, well, good thing you're probably going to see her soon. girl." And then we go back, and we're cutting in with Maggie being interrogated. And the girl's like, I lost a finger, see? Because I stole something, and I got caught. You lost your finger? What the fuck did you steal? Fucking million dollars or some shit? <laughs> And, and it wasn't even the whole finger. It was just the tip of the finger. No, I finger. stole gas because I wanted to find my boyfriend's From dead place, body. So was she wasn't one of the girls that Daryl ran into. Like, I know Daryl ran into some people and they found that gas truck, right? <laughs> one second, Joe, but, quick. Joe killed them all, even the younglings. <laughs> the younglings go first. The younglings go first. <laughs> or last, as long as they go. Stannis is fought. Stan and this year's. Stannis Baratheon, Father of the Year Award, goes to Joe Dirty Locks. I don't kill my, I don't kill my kids. I kill their kids. It's in a defense difference. of his kids, right? That all the other but like, so was die. this the was this girl a girl that the girl that Daryl ran into that stole the bike? No, I don't no. think so. I think they just probably heard about what happened with all those people. Because because Daryl. Okay, because when Daryl was out on his own, he ran into that yeah, no, sick yeah. girl, that other girl, yeah, the couple, and that yeah, guy, yeah. 
the, the couple stole the bike, mm. and then this chick was like, "Oh, I his name lost was my du- his name was Dwight, I bet. Tank. His name was Dwight, I believe, was the character's name. And Avery says, "Yeah, with Dwight that took the bike and the crossbow, Joe." That right. Was, well, that was, was that, girl? that girl. That was the same girl. No, I don't think that was the same girl. No. Okay, I didn't think I didn't so think either. So, but, but the story sounded like it was that, yeah. like that story or that similar and yes right. he is crimson you are absolutely right on that one in the chat room i'm sorry but dwight is not an evil name that strikes no fear in no one said <laughs> yeah. oh the yeah. the evil powers of, no, du- no of dwight dwight Gooden. i dwight lord of the underworld i'm going to kill you and i'm going one of the to- nicest guys i ever met this vietnam vet named what is named Dwight mm-hmm. nurse a, a psych a psychiatric nurse his name is Dwight he is one of the nicest kindest fucking men he's amazing amazing person Tiffany Bush says this episode was an anti-smoking campaign yeah in a lot of ways yeah. <laughs> so we're back in and Rick is calling no, the- it's just so good that you keep smoking through your bloody lungs and horrible painful death <laughs> keep smoking so we come back in and Rick is calling on the walkie-talkie and she says I wasn't listening and Rick says it would make a difference if I said I'm sorry about what happened earlier and she says it doesn't matter let's do a trade they talk back and forth and she says something all risk no reward rick says listen the other way is not going to work out for you let's try this trade get this chance and carol says listen but listen you don't have to fight let's just make a deal and she says your people killed all of our people so how can we trust a deal well your people killed my people well your people killed my people first and paul or tried to kill my people first and paul says oh that was you on the side of the road you're the one that killed all those people inside the road so why didn't that's what happened to them that's what happened to him and she also says okay you could have stopped there like you killed them they tried to take your shit they put on a big show they tried to they tried to do all whatever so you killed them it makes sense good job way to go why don't you stop there? Now you come to us and try to kill us all. That's crossing the line. Yeah. And that's uh, that point where mm-hmm. I said in the episode where I'm like, oh my goodness, our characters are the assholes here in some ways. Maybe our characters are assholes in this situation. No. No. Because Welcome. it doesn't end there. Not with everything you've heard of this group, this survivors group, the things that they've tried to do to you, the things that they've done to this other, this other colony, the things that were done in front of you in the name of Negan and the survivors. No, no, there is no correlation between our two groups. We are not striking you. We are not merely just striking back at you. We are going to finish the confrontation. It was you who declared war. It was in it. War was declared in the name of the survivors and in Negan. So if your group is claiming to be of that group, you are our sworn and enemy until the end of fucking time at this mm-hmm. point. Right from the fucking beginning. Right from that truck is ours. That's it. You have now marked us for death. So everybody you are associated with is our enemy. Mm. Period. Very interesting. Very good point, Joe. And And if you come come to us and say, I don't want to be part of them. I want to be part of you. I kill you on the fucking doorstep because I can't trust you. No Mm. refuge. So, so all, after all this, Roseanne says, uh, they at, or Carol goes into this Negan. They said this Negan thing, so we felt like we had to go after this Negan. Roseanne says, "Honey, 
we're all Negan. And then she has a cough fit. And what after, does that mean? Yeah, what the hell does that mean? We get a close-up on a uh, butt light, and Molly calls Carol Little Bird again, and Carol goes, can I have a butt? She goes, you don't approve of that, but give me a cigarette anyways. And they call her weak again a couple times. You can't even hold true to your anti-cigarette thing. You're scared. You're blah, blah, blah. Paula says that she was a secretary in her former life, and she used to read inspirational emails one was about some shit ultimately about coffee beans or some i stopped listening and and i'm just waiting you're supposed to want to be the coffee beans fuck that i don't want to be put in boiling water and if i'm anything in that situation i'm either the fire or the boiling water go fuck yourself you fucking whore but you want to be coffee beans and we hear about all i could think of was the alcohol is kicking in on a joe so what was that, Katie? I, know, I don't know why whore, but... Yeah, why'd you <laughs> just, go whore, Joe? I don't know. I felt, I felt like I would hurt her most in this moment by using that word. <laughs> Fair enough. Good, good job. I, th- I, th- I, th- I think I think that... So you have to yeah, have to strike. Yeah, you have, you have to strike her back. I, I hear you. Holy so, shit. So here, <laughs> Blame my parents for this. They yeah, gave yeah, me this yeah, bottle. That's, that's your fault. So we hear more about her working in D.C. and that she wasn't allowed to live. The top person now had to get out. She was stuck at work with her shitty idiot boss and her four girls and her husband had to be alone. Her boss was stupid and he was the first person she killed so she could live. She stopped counting how many people she killed. She's in double Bullshit. digits now she stopped she said you said that earlier she stopped feeling uh, i'm not like you i'm still me but i'm a better person carol i lost it and it made me stronger i'm a stronger person and carol says are you sure you're a killer paula says well your people are killers that makes you a killer carol says you're the one that's afraid to die and guess what you're gonna die it's gonna happen if you don't work this shit out kill me Paula says, yeah, you're going to kill me. And Carol says, I hope not. Now, I like this exchange, only I wanted – and and I thought Carol was going to say, yes, yeah, like emphatically, yes, I'm going to kill you. My choice. But, but I actually liked her response of Very I much. hope not better Yeah. Um, because it fit with the whole, like, little, little bird. And it also fit with the, you know, if that's what I have to do, that's what I'm going to do, but most likely, you know – Rick's yeah, gonna kill you when he gets I here. I think that was one of the more sincere things she was saying. I I think so in her too. Interactions with these people. Okay. She doesn't. And she I don't like. Kill I don't it's like hard. how Carol's connecting with her, and how Mag and this other chick is connecting with Maggie, and they're and like everybody's opening up here, and it's a whole bunch of group therapy girl time. That part of this fucking writing an episode is what really annoyed me and I didn't buy it. And as far as I'm concerned, there ain't no part of me playing nice. It's all piss and vinegar at that situ in that situation. Well, yeah. And I'm doing everything I can to either make you fucking kill me or make you knock me out or start cutting body pieces. And there's no way I'm sitting on the ground all nice and peacefully. I'm going to fucking bite you in the neck and fucking try to jab your eye out with my nose. If I can, whatever the fucking case may be, but people are dying and people are getting injured. And there is no, like, we're going to walk out of the woods back there at the woods. When you tried to take us, it's all going down. We're all fucking dying or I'm dying, but there's nobody walking out of these woods. Not bloody. Let's jump in the chat for a second. Worst motivation, motivation scenario ever says Tiffany. Where's Tony Robbins when you need him? Avera says, Joe, you're in my head. I'm female. And I threw up something I ate in kindergarten on this crap. (laughs) 
<laughs> kindergarten. Oh Corey says chaos is, isn't a pit. It's a ladder. Carol. Duke Chronic says they did this episode to give everyone else a week off. Joe rants because he cares, says Al Red Sox man. It's true. It's true. It's okay. passion. Can we I, yeah, I I just wanted to make one point. Mm -hmm. that no, please. I did feel a little like they kind of brought it to a really stereotypical girly place because that quote interrogation unquote it just turned into like a heart to heart but only one heart going one way right. and it was the captor's heart pouring out to her captive that she's supposed to be getting information from and all that does is make maggie stronger and was, like this is the moment where maggie yeah. is galvanized and oh I'm gonna cut these these fucking. I'm gonna break through the, and I'm gonna kill all of you. Like that's it. Like, well, and that's where I had an issue with this these people, this group, the saviors, because they ended up offering up so much information, tons, versus yeah. getting pretty much nothing. Let's jump in the chat for a second. And Tommy Troop says the bullets must have been made of poison. I took a bullet to the back five years ago, according to The Walking <clears throat> Dead. I must be a walker and have been dead years ago. Oh, fucking Tommy. Hope you are nice all right, my friend. The back of the head. Uh, Avery says, I thought Carol would light up herself in the enemy. Fuck that. Corey Mitchell says, excuse me, Carol should have been like, this world sucks. Do it, motherfucker. Pull that fucking trigger. Yeah, it's yeah. about fucking time. Right? Come on. There's a lot me, of places on me, the body that you can get shot. None of wow. which, none of where I ever want to actually be shot. But including, like, you can get shot in the belly and it can take you days yep. untreated. Oh, yeah. Days you to die. Rot. Days. Rot. Speaking of things yeah. that speaking of things that da that days, uh, fear the Walking Dead is our next thing. part. We get zombies on planes, people wrestling, mass hysteria, kids killing zombies, saving the girl. They notice the window of the plane has a hole in it, and we're all gonna die. Well, except one of them, because one of them's gonna join the fear of the Walking Dead cast. Okay, that's enough of that. <laughs> so then we get Paula calling Rick an asshole, and she says uh, and wants to make the trade. It's a good sign. God, uh, meet me at the God is dead sign. It's going to be all great visibility in all directions. Rick says 10 minutes. And then Paula actually has a moment of real intelligence where she's like, there was no static on their radio. They're right here. They're basically right here. We're fucked. If we go outside, yeah. we're dead. They're waiting to kill yeah. us. Easy. Because that's what we would do. And Carol's like, no, no. He wouldn't put us at risk. No way. His word well, is Rick, go. Rick is a man of his word. He does do the things that he says he's going to do. And Rick already told you, end this now or we're going to kill you. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure he said that. Is that one of the things he said? Like, give us them back. We can make this trade now and everybody goes home alive. Yes, I think Essentially, so. Essentially, that like means that. if we don't make this trade, we're not all going home alive. Let's listen to a quick voicemail that we have before we go in our home stretch here. Hey, you think they're going to be, uh, they're going to leave the facility now? Because they should be, you know, they should go back in there and, like, look for all the food that they, that, um, they said that, that yes. those people gave them. They said they were, like, they were basically doing a protection racket where they were, like, you know, getting food and stuff. I'm sure that they were doing that to other places. Yeah, I, I, th I think they absolutely need to go and case that place. And Raid I both these places. I would yeah. be surprised if they have All the cars come with you, all the gas, all the uh -huh. food. You're absolutely right. You take every ounce of everything with you. Yes, mm -hmm. you clear the places. You leave nothing behind, and you leave a note that says, uh, Ooh. Negan. 
did this. Spitty scent section says, yeah, pretty good, dude. Just, <laughs> was here. just, right. just wondering whether or not Carol was bit in this episode. There's a point in this no, episode where I have to, I, I, so. I have yeah. to question whether she was bit because it looks like she should have been bit. But it, we'll, no, it she did, was never it did, bit. but she, I don't, I don't think she was. was, but she should have been. If Carol, there was no bite reaction. There was no like. We've seen, in fairness, we, we've seen that happen before with, like, Bob, where he hasn't yes. seen a zombie reaction. But anyways, Carol's like oh, the we fuck. knew Bob got hit. We knew Bob got bit. So Rick is, Rick said, Carol says Rick wouldn't put him in harm. Carol's like, the fuck? She calls back and talks about how they're going to leave Carol and Maggie, or they're going to leave Carol and Maggie in there, and they're going to head out and travel light. They're mobilizing to protect themselves. They kill some walkers, and they head out. Carol escapes pretty easily with her rosary beads and heads yeah. out. We see She Maul sharpens them I was expecting those rosaries to go in someone's eye or throat, and mm -hmm. I was a little disappointed they didn't, but nicely surprised as well. Yep. We see Carol escaping with the rosaries easy enough and heading out. We see Molly killing a walker. Carol avoids her and goes to get Ma Maggie, who's almost free herself already. They hug, and they have an okay moment, and Maggie immediately goes into fucking amazing Maggie mode where she basically oh. says, we can't leave any of these fuckers alive. We need to yeah. finish. We need to finish this shit. Now nah, we can't leave. Oh, yeah. There can be nobody. Nobody can be left alive to pass information on, Did, and you can't bring anybody with you. No. Did anyone else think that Maggie had a, a special glow about her when she was saying these things? Yes. Kill the pregnancy. She, yeah, that and the murderous rage. Yes, yep, I, the pregnancy. There's just something immensely attractive about Maggie when she's in murderous rage mode. I can't. Oh and, God, yeah. And I can't lie. If if by any chance any of these people were still alive at this point, like the guy that Rick just murders, if you're going to do like at the end, he doesn't really murder him. He just kills him. But uh, you know, that last, that last guy, if you're going to keep a prisoner, you don't leave that facility with him. No. You keep him there. And when you're done with him, when you're done with your pointless and Rick knows, Rick knows that we could torture him all we want for information. He's not going to say anything. Mm -hmm. He's going to tell us, everything we want to ever hear and nothing at all so rick does the smart what people probably thought was cruel but no we're not going to have this big farm debate again we're not going to bring him back to the community and have 30 other mouths opening up about whether or not to kill him plus he him thought free. he was finishing off plus he thought he was finishing out the other side of a contract in that situation correct yes, yes. let's see let's jump in the oh, chat no, i thought no, no. i think they know I think they know that there is no exact Negan. I think the Hilltop knows that Negan is all of them, and therefore you haven't finished your contract. I'm keeping my mouth shut in this situation. Aver says, I thought Paula said travel light after Molly asked her what to do with the one Maggie. Yeah, I think that's what you're absolutely right. Uh, Super Mellow Yellow 420 and a banana says, love the Carol, burn some people alive, but still doubt she's going to do the right thing. Maggie sounds like she's going on pregnancy leave. Next episode will be in Alexandria, and I think that's where we'll stay until the last episode of the yeah. season probably i well, agree i, I think tend to agree with I that, a little time uh, jump too i think i think maggie's gonna take what would be a maternity leave and carol is going to take a medical leave mm. very interesting and that would that would be the right thing to do so maggie she gets, needs it. 
So we get later after this, we see Maggie getting some rope. We see some dude. The dude's already dead. He's already turning. Uh, shut the fuck up, Donnie. And they need a gun. Maggie takes the rope, puts it on this guy's belt. We see Molly coming out, and she sees that this guy's a walker. And he, I think he bites Molly. And she says, eat shit and die, Donnie. Yep. Where are you, Magli- uh, Magliona? I think he ca- she calls Maggie. And then we get Maggie beating Roseanne to death. She's like, I hated yeah. those last seasons of fucking Roseanne. Carol looks at her like, what? And then we flash over to, to a D-girl, to to Paula, seeing a trail oh, of blood. Death. And she's like, oh, shit. And she cocks the gun and heads in. Back into Maggie and Carol, who are seeing what we saw earlier, what we heard earlier, all the walkers in the hallways. We see they use them. Like, oh, they use these walkers to keep others out and keep these people in. Maggie- Can I just say, I thought it was brilliant them tying the dude up. Yeah. Right enough to get to that door. Yeah, that was a really smart move. This is when we get into the part of the episode that I thought was Walking Dead at its best. I think the the end of this episode, as much as we can can gripe about some of the middle sections, I think the end of this episode from the point where they escape on is some of is the Walking Dead at its best. I wanted the the episode should have started there. Give me none of that other shit. Give me the start of that (coughs) and give me the aftermath. Of them working it out and telling Rick what's happened and formulating. Joe's about to have a heart attack. He's like, more, that's, more of these facilities. That's what I fucking need now, you son of a bitches. Like, I, I want Carol, I want there to be either a little bit of a time jump and to come back and let's see that Carol has told them, you know, these guys had their shit together when they were doing that radio mm-hmm. chat. It sounds like they actually have a couple of different bases. They have different groups because that one group, that motorcycle group was a group. This other group over there was a group. <laughs> this group we just killed was a group. There's a bunch of these different cells. Yeah, so maybe we should use, have different uh, places. Yeah. We should have some codes. We should get this shit working. And then we have a flash jump and we see some corn growing. We see the tomatoes <laughs> growing. We see actual guards and guard posts and Corey, like, sa- sorry, Joe. Corey, Corey said, right. "Corey says so. No tandem cycle next episode, Katie. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, so maybe the crow and I, but that's about it. So yeah. back in, Maggie and Carol are out seeing what they heard earlier. We see tons of walkers. They keep them out. Maggie kills some as they're looking for Paula. We see pa- we hear Paula shoot her gun, and then she runs out of bullets for some reason. She just shoots her gun at nobody. It's it's the scene was edited a little weird, but uh, Paula kind of like shoots all her, her guns at them, but doesn't hit anybody, but wastes all her bullets." and and the girl says you killed everyone else now kill me what the fuck to basically to carol and carol says run get the fuck out of here why what what kind of stupid run get the fuck out of here go tell everybody you know all these other soldiers what kind of people we are that you have something to look out for go torture all the communities in the area looking for intel about us until you find us please Go get out of here. Go live. Go live so you can revenge all the killing and murder that we've done. Are you fucking kidding me, Carol? And then what does she do? She inches closer to the woman. She inches closer. She goes all evil villain and like, I'm going to get close so you can make a last ditch effort to throw me into the fucking zombies a foot away. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. You just 
shot a woman in the fucking head. The woman that was with this woman, you're going to let her go? They might have been best fucking friends. They might have been a trio or a quadruple of lovers that will do anything for each other. You do not let this fucking lady leave. You do not say, go, run. I don't care what kind of fucking bond. She had four children, four daughters, and you lost yours, and she lost her. Go fuck yourself, Carol. This fucking bullshit? No, you need to squash this shit back down. You don't have time to deal with this. you got people trying to kill you. you got walkers trying to kill you. you got fucking hunger trying to kill you. you got fucking the flu trying to kill you. you got everything known in the universe trying to fucking kill you right now. The last thing you fucking need is this bullshit run. I don't want to kill anymore. No, nobody wants to fucking kill, but that's why you have 18 under your belt and you're still fucking alive. You do what you need to do and you fucking put this woman down. You don't, what are you going to give her a hug before you kill her? Why are you getting close to her? You stupid fuck. Do not regress back to that pre-prison fucking... No, keep Foolish going, keep going, keep going. Jerk. Just don't do it. Just don't. Please don't. Shut don't. Swallow your go. fucking pride. And this is the point, Phil, where you said something where uh, almost at the point. No, keep going, keep going, no, keep no, going. No, Finish no, your no. thought. Finish well, your thought. Get to something I don't want to get to yet. I'm waiting for the moment that we get to it. I, 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 and just in case I skip, because I'm going to kind of yada yada through this. Then we get into a fight between the two groups. We get into kind of like a fist fight between. Between uh, between that other girl kind of shows up and Maggie and her get into a uh, get into a fist fight. Carol goes to Paula. She's like, "Oh, get the hell out of here!" Uh, and Carol does her voice and says, "Please get out." Then we get Maggie and Carol. Oh, I'm sorry, I was afraid of this. And the woman gets she gets really close. As Joe mentioned, she knocks the gun out of Carol's hand, and then she gets. She ends up getting pushed, and she, her face gets screwed by a walker. She gets that was awesome. That was so fucking. She gets she doesn't just get face screwed by a walker. Carol pushes her into a fucking one of the poles that the walkers are spiked on, and it goes right through her, right through them. And after Maggie kill, kills that other That's fucking girl, force. it Ma- takes force to push someone through a pole like that. I don't give a fuck how sharp that shit is. If you ever just tried to put a little needle through someone, she shoved her into that fucking group. Yeah, that Good job. Yep. That takes. Strong. And after after <laughs> after Maggie ki- like kills that other woman pretty easily and like just beats her down, it's fucking amazing to watch. Carol Carol steps up. That woman and- that other woman was was dying of fucking tuberculosis, couldn't breathe, <laughs> and was way over fucking weight, and was like a million. No, years I'm old. talking about the other girl. Not, no, not- that other girl yeah, got, got the other girl Carol got pu- pushed back and like made a slice at Maggie's at belly. Maggie's yep. belly yeah. Was about to be stabbed to death, and Carol put a bullet in her fucking head. Yep. Maggie did not get the better. Oh of her. yeah, Carol that saved that, her life. that was, was later. I'm sorry, I, I was confusing you. You're absolutely right. Yeah. I, I was confusing. But yeah, no, she did. She totally took down the uh, the sick lady. Yeah. We'll just call her sickly. But what what was your point, Joe, that you wanted to make from from earlier? So before? after they and and then okay, so then what happens next after this? is the other group they get it's not till yet okay maggie and carol end up talking and carol says i might have killed 18 or um, 20 people now i should have killed donnie too i had a clear shot i i wish i didn't miss none of this happened if i just killed this guy no no No, and and and, and correction here correction here is no maggie it shouldn't be 19 it should actually be 20 because you said you should have killed fucking morgan and you actually probably still should go fucking kill Morgan. Yeah. So your count should be at 20 not right now. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, you should have killed fucking Gabriel too. So maybe your count should be actually oh at 21. 
So let's try. Phil got and then a, you shouldn't have killed the two prison people, so we'll bring you back down to 19. So it's, uh, Bill says, Phil got a half chub watching Maggie beat that sh- bitch full. Full, not half. Melissa McBride is so fucking, so fucking <laughs> awesome, says Dean. Yeah, she is. She is fucking amazing. Dean, welcome, buddy. Averis says, can I say, all these women look hotter with blood splashed in their face. Averis says, it's hard to follow the Anderson family pic- picnic face it, but Carol banked before, baked before the run. She's usually in the mood for killing after cookies or casserole. <laughs> yep. And if not killing, then at least torturing a little boy with stories of death and destruction so let's finish the episode and then we're or is gonna that pre-warm up is that pre-cook in the oven that is pre-cook in the oven let's finish the episode here and then we're gonna open the phone lines up at the end here so then Maggie and carol are talking and carol says i might have killed 18 or 20 people should have killed donnie too i had a clear shot i didn't miss none of this happens and was that what you wanted to say joe or are we still nope. okay nope, we're not there yet so then it's we wait funny. for the backup we hear some voices she uh she says come to the kill floor as carol pulls some get poured some gasoline around and ultimately all the guys that came for backup all go into this the kill floor and have you ever smelt like a drop of gas fill (laughs) this room is filled with gasoline wait carol burns the wait before you go in the rent carol burns them all dead yeah okay you're walking up to a room in a closed concrete facility whose ventilators aren't probably working at the moment and you're walking and you're getting closer to this kill room, which is probably pretty, you know, the door's open or whatever. As soon as you open that door, all you're going to smell is gasoline. It's going to hit you like a ton of fucking bricks. You're not even going to be able to spend more than a half a second in that room with the amount of gas that's on the floor. Are you kidding? There's There's gasoline in and of itself doesn't have a smell. But they add this yeah. thing to it to yeah. purposefully go, make go, it go, smell go. repulsive so you get away from the fucking danger. These guys, this group, walks into a room whose floor is completely go, go, soaked go, with go, fucking go, gasoline. The Welcome, fresh layer, The thinnest layer of which, by the way, if you notice, like, and go, it was go, just go, a small, go, like, go. trail. I don't know where the fuck the tanks were hidden. But this whole room goes up in flames. And why would these people even be like, you open that door and you take a step in. You don't turn the fuck around. I can't breathe in there. Let's go have this conversation out in the hallway. I don't think they're in the fucking kill room. Are you kidding me? We did see um, someone pick up some like carryable gas tank. Mm -hmm. A small one. Right. But still, but it's not. Uh, yeah. say, uh, Allie says Allie says it perfectly here and welcome I'm seeing some new names in there I think that's partially thanks to Al Red Sox fan and thanks to all you guys that are joining us for the very first time uh, so Allie says the saviors in the kill the saviors in the kill room were just so fucking dumb yeah I mean I mean it, it was an awesome moment I was happy to see them all burned alive and I was happy to see Carol fucking flick our cigarette in there so nonchalantly, kind of. Uh, nonchalantly, after lamenting that how many people she's killed, that number just went up, by the Ooh. way. We don't know exactly how many it went up by. So, But but, and it was great to see. It was awesome. I felt good about it. I, I cheered a little. But it was like, I felt also too little too late. I also felt... Right, more people making stupid decisions. Who the fuck goes into that room when you open that door? Like, they said the kill room. I know it smells like gas and we can't breathe, but this has got to be the place. Where is everybody? What's that blood on the floor? Oh my goodness. Joe, Joe, you might be, Joe, you might be being rough, but I think you're right. I think so. Well, I th- that was that was an I, awesome I pun, Phil. Yeah. Sorry, dude. No, I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, 
I can't. Where I, did you get that? That is so fucking awesome, Phil. I gotta say, it makes me want to like indulge this furry thing. I'm going online tonight. I might buy a whole fucking costume. We're going to the convention, dude. Yeah, it has we're, to happen. We're, we're, and, we're, and we're gonna have some freaky, freaky, freaky fucking things go on that that weekend. I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to share that with the audience the quite cr- yet. The crow has flown. <laughs> Didn't you notice the crow's left? The crow's like, I want the no part of this. Is- Howdy. Uh, Crow, Crow wants no part of this whole situation. Okay. We, we say we couldn't go, though, Phil. We love you, Crow. Okay, so as they wait for backup, we hear some voices. Some poker and some poke fur. <laughs> oh, God, I'm hearing negative comments. Adrian says I'm hearing negative comments on this episode. Since when was Phil a druid? Uh, mixed feelings, Adrian. Not negative, necessarily. I'd say it, it, was a, it was a good episode. It's just Walking Dead hasn't given us a lot. I think they've been so good this whole season that this just wasn't quite up to the snuff that they had to the snuff tonight and and when i like i give the walking dead because i like it so much and because i like the actors and i like the writing and i like the way it all started and i like this so much about it that i do like that i give it a lot Mm -hmm. of leeway leeway and keep watching and even when i find stuff wrong like this uh i still like this show yeah unfortunately when i see other shows like fear or blacklist or this a bunch of or uh the following that there's so much wrong i just can't fucking do it like like these little things that i'm talking about like the gasoline on the floor and who the fuck walks into that room like and shuts the door behind them so they're trapped in this inferno shut the door that they were at but these people got in through another door no, there was. They were hiding in a room adjacent to the kill room. The kill room. Do we really have to name something the kill room? Cliche. The room of evil, horrors, everything that is bad. It's Scar Mitchell. So KLC. Like they were just out behind another door. KLC wants to know if no, I'm a legit no. furry. No, I'm not. I actually just got this costume the other day. And uh, the phone lines will be open in a few seconds. Let's just get through the rest of this episode here. So uh, Carol pours some up. gas in the phone. Everyone gets burned. Uh, we get a. Uh, they they kill them. At, we we ha- we see our two main characters head out in slow motion through the smoke, looking at the carnage. We see a dead girl. Maggie does a few headshots for fun. She stomps on one of the fucking people's heads Lips as she's walking. Her hair all oh, she looks. So- I'm sorry. Yeah, I am such yeah. a big Maggie fan, as people know, Beautiful. as they go in the show. And yep. this show just—if my attraction level for Maggie was at ten before this episode, it reached like a thousand at the end of this yeah. episode. She was just so yeah. amazing in this episode. And she walks out and they open the door and it's Glenn and the rest of the crew. Daryl asks Carol if she's okay or if she's good. Carol says, well, they no. open the door at gunpoint to yeah. each other. Like, and nine right. times out of 10, you shoot the person on the other side of the door. You don't expect it to be Glenn. And there's a big gun in front of his face pointed at you. Welcome the walking David and welcome everybody that just popped in the room right now. We just, we just got a huge surge of people. So thank you so much right now. Hopefully, everyone that's joined us right now. What was that Katie? I'm sorry. See. If you can't do that, you shouldn't be doing no, Here's the thing. When I open a door and I'm ready for either more bad guys or to walk free. Don't stand in the middle of no, it. No, no. You're not I'm not standing in the middle of it. It's one of two people. There's two of us. We're both leaving, or I'm alone, and I have a gun, and there is probably not people coming for me at the moment, but there might be. Okay. And that door opens, and the first thing I see is the butt of a Cheers fucking to you, gun. David. And my gun is already up. My finger is being pulled. It's just being put like there's a gun in my in face. Fairness, and jo- I'm jo, wait. In fairness, Joe, wait. I shoot Glenn in the fucking face. Joe, in fairness, I'm sorry. Joe, in fairness, I agree with you. I don't disagree with what you're saying, but that's a TV thing. 
It is a TV thing. It it, it absolutely is. Well, I, and I'm Katie, wait one, one second, Joe. Ka- I want to hear Katie's what? point. Katie, what do you got to say? Well, in in a real situation too, you don't just stand in the middle of the doorway while you open it. Correct. You stand to the side, so the person who's standing there, possibly with a gun held at your face, doesn't shoot you if they pull. The and trigger. there might not be anybody yeah. there, also. But right, correct. You never and, like. In all these movies, you stand in front of the door, and you, in TV shows, you stand in front of the door and you open it when the, you know or don't know this. Listen, guys so listen, no, Joe, Joe, open the door. Joe, you're right, but shut the fuck up, Joe. Okay. <laughs> uh, by the way, Red Team review, review recommended. Adrian, thank you so much thank for for coming on and checking us out. And I said it earlier, and I'll say it again. Carmine is one of the best people on YouTube, a true real person and really awesome and keeps his word and such a good people. Thank you so much for Carmine for sharing one of my videos on his channel this week. And thank you so much, Adrian, for coming over here from Red Team to check us out. I'm glad that you are in the motherfucking chat talking to these awesome folks. So let's finish. And, and, and the next thing, too, is Phil, when they're all fucking dead and you hear the walkie talkie and you hear the other people. And you think you've just torched them. Why isn't the next thing you do start pushing the walkie talkie and say, Rick, we think we fucking cleared yeah. it out. We're, we're coming, we're coming, we're coming towards you. That's Can the you, first, like, th- that's the first thing you do. That's the first. We're in some sort of fucking slaughterhouse. <laughs> like they didn't, they didn't try to communicate with Rick at all. And I can understand you don't because you want to catch that surprise for the kill room people that you burned alive. But you just fucking burned them alive as soon as you hear their screams. Why aren't you back on that fucking walkie-talkie? You know, and you know you don't hear enough, so anybody else screaming, are you okay in there? Are you okay in there? Or Critch says, I'm going to watch Phil freak out at the Game of Thrones trailer after this. Glad <laughs> That was so much fun, Critch. Uh, I'm going to try to bring a lot more of those silly things to the channel. Tim says, and thank you so much for the fuck, shut the fuck up, Joe. No, thank you, Tim. I th- I, I'm glad you enjoyed. I'm glad you enjoyed that. I spent a lot of time fun. earlier today creating that, and I was excited that you liked it. So not many people tell me to shut the fuck up and get away with it, and not me. Not many people on top of that tell it to me, and I love it. And I fucking that shit is awesome. <laughs> if so it happens, awesome. it usually only happens once. Shut yeah. the fuck up, Joe. <laughs> yeah. Of course, anybody in the motherfucking chat can say whatever the fuck they want. And leave comments, and I'm gonna love we it appreciate, all. We appreciate, yeah, we appreciate, yeah, we appreciate the hate and the front and the uh and, and calling us out when we're idiots as much Thank as we you. enjoy the the positive stuff. So we Absolutely. we appreciate the engagement and we appreciate everything that's been going on, the, especially the last couple of weeks and month on this channel. That's been that all of you guys in the motherfucking chat have just been pushing this. And we asked you guys when we did our Grease live stream, we asked all of you guys. <laughs> To do to help promote us and help push us out there and and all of wow, you guys have answered have answered the call and keep it up and more we grow huge party anyways so let's continue Maggie says listen uh um as they open the door it's Glenn and Daryl asks if Carol's okay and they hug it out Maggie says to no. Glenn I can't do this anymore I can't I just can't anymore nope Rick says to the dude your friends are dead excuse me excuse me where is negan was he here or there last night where'd you get the bike where is he here or there he says listen dickhead i'm negan (laughs) and let's chat we just found it yep no and he gets a he gets a a smirk on his face when he asks him about negan was he here or was he there last night he realizes that rick has no fucking clue about anything yeah so he says 
I'm Spartacus. Yeah, I am Spartacus, motherfucker. You know? And 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 that is like, are you shitting me? Daryl was right immediately. That fucking ghost story. There is no fucking Negan. Let's go kill these fucking people. Are you shitting me? Are you are you serious right now? That go you they killed somebody. They said there was this big bad Negan. Like it sounds like a ghost story to me. They are officially, ladies and gentlemen, the phone lines are open. So Rick says to our Woo! Rick says to our dude, your friends are dead. Where's Negan? He says, I am Negan, and he shoots him in the head. End of the episode as Carol squeezes the rosary beads until she bleeds in her hand. So, yeah. and that is the end of our episode. Woo! Next week looks like a whole bunch of shit. We have finished. Everybody, okay. thank you so much. Joe, your point. This is where I, I had the question. When you had mentioned this part earlier, you had said no more. The, when she one says, second caller do... one second oh, caller no no let's get to the caller first what do you got to say buddy what's going on sm uh, a, a couple of things joe's looking too hard for the plot hole in the burn scene i don't have to look for wait it. joe wait how, how... no finish off but sorry keep going buddy joe, all right Joe was talking about how, like, uh, you know, like, they shouldn't, like, uh, you know, the gasoline on the floor. The bigger question you have to ask is, how does uh, Carol talk to them and they not know it's Carol's voice instead of the other girl's voice? She's not doing an impression. And also, there's Call a in walking in place. They should go back and get that shit. And third of all, <laughs> using this shit as a base right now, like, to, like... Like to establish, like to see if like other people come to it. Maybe like you know to see if they really got everyone in Negan's group or whatever. Yep. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. 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 Joe, comment. So, yeah. No. Um. I don't have to look for the plot holes when they scream to me. One second, no Looking for them. Like that. Like the gasoline thing. If anybody has ever been at a gas station, even like the leakage from the, oh, the hose, it's, it's it's ridiculous. Oh. You get it back in your car, and it's all you can smell until you get to where you're going. Some people love like, that smell, Joe. And uh, some people do love that smell, but you can smell it immediately. You don't have yeah. to look for this pothole if you've ever been to a fucking gas station. It screams at you bullshit one set oh sorry it's, it's that kind of stuff that i i that makes me cringe like when i have to go looking for a plot hole i'll agree with you but that just is just way too in my face i ever having dealt with gasoline before joe i think we have a special caller what's going on caller hey i was just gonna say that i really just enjoying your podcast and joe i just want to say that you're looking really slim these days Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for checking out the show and calling in. We really do appreciate it. Who is this? Uh, this is the walking David, but I just really wanted to make sure that you guys are staying safe. <laughs> we are. Thank you so much. Walking David. Awesome name, by the way. Love it. Yeah. Appreciate so, it. Thank you so much for the shout out. I'll be sure to call back. Please do. Thank please you. call yes. as, as much as you like. Thank you so much. Walking David. Great to talk to you. So, Good to talk to you guys as well. Stay safe. We will, buddy. You Thank too. you. Keep my knife to the back of people's heads anytime, my man. So the other thing is what he said. <laughs> no, no. You you keep somebody at that. For, once you're done now, now that you've cleaned up both these groups, right? You keep somebody or two people because you always got to mm. have your shit, buddy. Mm. So when I say somebody, like I mean a, said, a couple. Yeah. You keep a pair at this facility and then you keep a pair at the other facility and you make sure that they stay stealth in some yes. back room where they got views. You make sure that they 
that you've sent someone to check on them or keep in communication with them because now you're going to need to know who's coming and going. One second, caller. Oh, yeah, no, no worries. Welcome to the show. What's going on, buddy? How's it going? Hey, Joe, Phil, this is Corey. How are you guys doing? Great to hear from you, Corey. Great to, great. You're fucking awesome in the chat, buddy. I was thinking maybe Jesus could have told him what Negan looked like and Judith could have drawn a sketch for him. I mean, it worked awesome for him last week. <laughs> Dude, totally. Jesus, Jesus does save. He could have helped the situation out. Totally. Right. Could have got, could have, could he, he could have told Judith what to do and Judith could have scribbled it in crayons and shit. <laughs> Not this Jesus. This Jesus steals. This yeah, Jesus I think that would have been awesome. Though. I'll let you guys get back to it there. But hey, yeah. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Corey. Lo- love, love you in the chat. You're the best, buddy. So. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. Spitty Central. Phil, I want to call, but I'm from Australia. Do you know how I can make this work? I think you would have to do, uh, do like, uh, country code shit, but I don't want you to have to pay a huge phone bill. There is a Skype number that I don't have hooked up right now, but my Skype number is at I Got Issues Man. If you would want to connect in Skype in a later show so we can set it up. So I'll make sure I have Skype open for next week if you want to call. But uh, or I do have Skype open right. N- uh, no, I don't have it open right now, and I have to like s- sign in. Let's just KLC is calling in. Let's hear from KLC before we call tonight. What's going on, KLC? Hey guys, I just wanted to uh, ask how high is the chances of Maggie losing the baby here because they already have Judas, and I mean they don't know what to do with her half the time. Ooh, v- very. I-, I think that she's gonna lose the baby. But, but, yeah. Very interesting question. What do you guys think? What did Joe and Katie? What do you guys think? But I, I mean, I think it'll just be another baby that they cast off to the side. No, I, I think you're absolutely right, caller. I think they kill this baby off. I think they have her have a miscarriage. I think Ooh. that that is going to be a very traumatic thing for our group and for our audience after having passed the baby picture on. I don't think that it's about That's Glenn or Maggie dying this season. Off. I think I it's think about that baby right. having one a second caller having a profound sadness about. Uh, I, I, this is a great call about w- amongst Maggie. our group and. Um, and because, like you said, we already have a baby that everybody cares about. And for those of those people who are aware of the comics, and this is a spoiler for those who aren't, maybe, possibly, kind of, um, they adopt Sophia, who is alive in the comics, and they kind Excuse of rare me. her as a child. Instead, we now have Edith that they can... Eden. Enid. Eden. Enid. Or Edith, or whatever her name is. Enid. They can kind of, Enid. They can fulfill this role with her. Get rid of this Ethan, baby. huge shout out. Ethan Brewster, huge shout out. Sorry. Ethan, and they can fill Ethan. this this big sadness that we're all kind of waiting for and looking for for the end of the season by giving Maggie this miscarriage and kind of crushing Glenn's world and crushing Maggie's world without having to kill either one of them and kill all of us. And 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 then you can have them kind of, which they already kind of set up a little bit with Glenn getting. Touchy, not touchy. <laughs> touchy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Joe, Joe. And, and emotional and, and kind of nurturing. Joe, we have our buddy SM down Maggie on the as well. So we got our buddy SM down on the Good phone on, line. What's going you. on, buddy? I just realized I really like that idea just because it would serve the purpose of making it, it being more tragic than Glenn dying Correct. if, Correct. like, Maggie yes. lost yes. the baby, like, while Correct. it was still in her in some tragic way, and then after that you found out that Maggie could no longer have kids, oh, that yeah. actually might save Glenn, because no. that would be enough of a tragedy where you where the writers actually might want to see, like, you know, how Glenn does instead of writing yeah. the tragedy of Glenn dying like they did in the comics, and... Huh. Whatever I, says I think Glenn, I'm all about that. 
Don't yeah, care I, who you have to kill. Just save <laughs> Glenn. Great, great call, my friend. Great call. Well, Joe, go. Joe, go. I think you're absolutely right. And then that allows them, like I said, to fulfill this storyline that they have not even come close to with Maggie and Glenn having a, mm. a, 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 like an already reared child that's been through all this traumatic shit, which they get with Enid, which they lost by killing Sophia. Mm. So with that, we have at least another season or two that we get to wow i'm getting echoed uh that we get to keep from oh my gosh is that better wait wait is that better no i I heard you oh now you hear me it should be okay now yeah yeah yeah. no echo echo on me yep so yeah uh but it's not better because I don't know what I was fucking talking about. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. It's not personal, Katie. It just happens. It just, it, you, it's like, Joe. 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 Shut the fuck up, Joe. Shut the fuck up, Joe. I fucking so love that music. music I love the music. <laughs> I, loved, I loved it when you took I that sound bite. I loved it when he left the message, but you putting that music to it is it's. It brings it's a tear to my heart. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, oh my god. god. So, so yeah, you, it does. It allows that whole story, and it allows them to explore that that oh. side of uh of Glenn and Maggie that we haven't gotten from the show. And I didn't really want to say that, so I'm glad that some that these other two callers have brought that up and kind of and brought that out. And that's really kind of where I was thinking this was all going. And that's why you heard me say earlier. Like, no, I don't think that Glenn or that we're going to have this major tragedy in, in our core group. I don't think they've been teasing it because they know the audience wants it. And and, and if you're not familiar with this, Ooh, Trevor Cox it. says the baby dies inside Maggie and eats her from the inside out. And oh, Trevor, Trevor. Oh, welcome to the, the zombie apocalypse movies and shows forever yeah, i've been waiting for that like i'm sure there's one out there that i haven't seen someone so said it someone said in the chat look in the uh comment section from last week's episode someone was talking about an australian show that's had things like that happen before an australian, australian zombie show. shit is awesome dude danger five is one of the most ethan, amazing shows I've you absolutely ethan you absolutely can call in we're about to wrap up but we if anyone wants to get a last minute calls in 781-990-8509 we'll absolutely take a few more calls so back to what i was saying phil is when you said that that when she said, when when Maggie and Carol were both like, I can't do this anymore, you alluded to that it was no more half measures. Yes. But I oh. thought they meant I can't just kill yeah. anymore, that they were going to be all fucking Morgan now. Well, and that's what I took from their from saying. The mission. Right. And that's what I thought Maggie was saying. Like, I can't be going on a missions. I'm pregnant. When that when that slice to my belly happened, I see what you're medical. saying now, Maggie. I And I got kicked. So I understand what you're saying now, Carol, why you didn't yep. let me go in on that raid, why you stayed back with me. And then I got Carol saying it too. And and she's having all these crises during this shit, not able to just shoot the fucking redhead in the face for some godly unknown reason. And right, so she can't do it anymore. So that's what I took from it. Not that there was no more half measures, but there was just no more measures. I can't take any me- more measurements. I'm going to go hang up my fucking baking gloves what? or some shit. Fuck that. Fuck that, Carol. You finally, you finally got the fucking righteousness on your fucking side. You're finally killing people that deserve to fucking die. And now, and now you're all, I can't do it anymore. 
Fuck that. Every yeah, single one of these people that has died at the hands of our group, with the exception down. of those two people in the goddamn fucking prison, has deserved to die. And your 18 to 23 are completely fucking righteous, Carol. You go, girl, and fucking stop this bullshit. Ooh, and there we go. Could that be our last word of the evening? Every well, my question was, oh, Phil. Yes. Not. You thought you really thought it was half measures that they were talking about? To a certain extent, I feel like I feel like it's no. I feel like you mean ultimately at the end that they decided that they couldn't yes. half measure anymore. I think to a certain extent it's about, and I think the Walking Dead's overall theme, when it really comes down to it, one second, one second caller. I think has to do with acceptance of we're not in a normal world anymore. We have to be killers. We can't yes. not do that. We can't not go full measures. At least that's how I took it a little bit. Uh, SM down. What's going on, buddy? Uh, yeah. Did, are we sure it's only like those twenty-two? I thought she had killed more people in season. I don't remember what season it is by now because they all kind of blend together. <laughs> I watch later and like you know on Netflix and so like I binge watch a lot of it. But right. in the season where like you know Rick was cat Rick Rick and those people were broken up for like a whole season and then captured and then Carol came to help them. I could have sworn she killed off a hell of a lot more people than she had on that list. To be honest, to be to, I'm sorry, I, I'm sorry, I lost you there for a second. To be honest with you, I feel the same way. I thought 18 was a wasn't enough when she well, said 18. I was like I was like I thought it was, I thought it was low. Personally, I thought it was love. I was like, oh, 18? Right. right, right, right. And and for that matter, like, actually, when, when I saw that number, I was like, oh, wow, 18. Does that re does that include the two prisoners? And I thought it was kind of high. But then I thought about it for a, a minute or two before that episode was over, like, right, right afterwards. And I thought, how many people did she kill at Terminus? It seemed like a lot more. That first explosion took out quite a few. Corbin. Like, well, maybe if she doesn't see them die, it doesn't count. And right, like, I'm sorry, but if, 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 I know if I pull the trigger, I'm directly responsible when I see the person on the other end die. But if it's a group of us that go in and we all kill a combined total of 50 people, I'm sorry. I'm counting 50 kills on my team, and I'm counting 50 kills for me. Yep. That's just the way it goes. My kills are your kills. Your kills are my kills. That's why it is. No, no, no. Carol, your people went in there. You stood outside and watched guard. You didn't kill them. Your people did. Therefore, you're a fucking murderer, too. And all those deaths that Rick killed and Daryl killed, all those sleeping people that Glenn and uh, Dreddy killed, guess what? They're all on your fucking head, too. So that number is low. And this woman, uh, Righteous D over there, is absolutely righteous right. D. Is righteous absolutely D. absolutely right. And you are a fucking murderer. And your number is a lot, a lot fucking higher. Because, like I said, all my kills are your kills and all your kills are my kills. If we go in as a squad and we lay waste to the whole fucking village, whether or not I shoot them or you one second caller place alive, that village is on my head unless I die trying to stop it. The last caller of the evening. Welcome, caller. How are you doing tonight? Can you doing pretty good. Great to hear you. Welcome to the show. Hello. Check. Hello. Are you there? Uh, we, we lost the caller, but thank you so much for calling in. We really call do appreciate back. it. If you want, call back as we're ending things. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. Oh, thank oh wait, you. Bef before one more time.
Joe. Wait, we didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about it. What? You said you would get to it and you didn't you didn't get to it. The plane. Oh the no, plane, we did we, we did talk about it. I just yada, I yada yada it. Do you have anything you want to say about that before before we call it a night? Oh, no. But Joe, wait. I, I, Joe, hey. Sorry. No wait, no wait. Oh sorry, no. This is supposed to wait, go. Wait, wait for it. Wait for it, Joe. <laughs> wait for it. Wait for it, Joe. I missed it. I'm sorry. I was in Shut my own the head. Fuck up, Joe. No, it's okay. <laughs> There's the caller. Oh, there he is. Oh, it's my real reason. Oh, there they are. Well, welcome to the show. How's it going? Um, yeah, I'm still a little confused. Was Negan all of them, or was Negan the one written blew his head off? Um, I just to be honest with you, I don't want to. I'm gonna I'm gonna hang on just because we got some interference. But uh, listen, to your call, awesome. Thank you so much for calling. I I just I want to say I don't want to talk too much about that because I don't want to spoil stuff. But for I, other people, for, really. for other people that might not know what's to come. But ultimately, I do think that uh, I do think th- that I do, I'm not sure if if. Negan is a greater thing. I think it's important that we yeah. heard one person say that Negan is all of us. So yeah, and somebody else, I am Spartacus. I am Spartacus. SM down. What's going on, buddy? Uh, I left two messages. I wanted you to get to them before you uh, before you uh, like uh, uh, signed off. Okay, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> let's listen to his. Good, let's listen. I'm not ready to go yet. <laughs> let's listen to his message. There's also a whole lot of weed in there. Going back and getting Negan's weed, I agree with you. And 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 hey, and hey, I'm not going to condone any kind of illegal drug use in your city. That can be used for other things. But it can be used for so many purposeful things that that the hilltop is right and the Negan group is right. You need to be cultivating marijuana. You need to be growing this shit, either hemp or marijuana. I say marijuana because there's a lot of medicinal uses. That it is that it is good for as well. You're having all these PTSD issues. A little ganja is gonna help you relax a little bit. Yes. Maybe you get a little bit paranoid. And walking, first, but you smoke enough of that shit, and you won't be. The Walking David. Yes, please leave a message. I will send you right to voicemail. And everyone, this yeah. is Betty the Cat. Welcome to the show, Betty the Cat. Betty, oh, Betty the Cat is true. My Betty the nose looking kitty. Yep. And let's let's play hey, one Betty, more. Let's Betty pl- is a boy, by the way. Yeah, Betty is a boy. Let's play one more message. You think they should take the, take the place where they just killed everybody and like had like assigned some people to stay there and stuff and like actually stay there like as a as a um, as a base and try to populate different areas? I think if they started doing that stuff, it would be more along the lines of the things that the saviors seem to be doing, and I think that's probably a smart 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 plan. Let's I think you gotta find your own places. You can't you can't take over a place no. that another that somebody you slaughtered these people. If you stay in that base, it makes you an easy target. You gotta remember that they know the layouts, they might have the blueprints, they've drawn maps of this place, they know the ins and the outs, they know the secret tunnels and all that shit, possibly that you don't even know yet. So no, you don't make that facility your base or a base. You make it for the first few days, you keep somebody, you keep an eye on it. You yes. see who's coming, who's going, who's investigating what happened to these people, but you don't make that place your base. You find someplace else, and you make another base there, a small sub-base, not a full base, a subdivision, a a, a checkpoint. A, you need checkpoints all over the place. You need other 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 uh, other places. 
at compass points varying yeah, at spread out distances. Joe, I think There's we got a ma- so I think we get, into it, I think we got a message from Rick Grimes maybe. Nice. Yeah, so Negan wants me to hand over Michonne. But I can't do that. Sounds like Rick. It's not up to us. I'm not your governor. Oh my gosh, Rick Grimes is telling oh, us, oh telling us the way shit is. Holy shit. Fucking, he's not our fucking governor. But but do you know what, guys, ladies and gentlemen, my friends, this is as good a time as any to uh, call it, like though. It, you know, I'm trying to but extend this I shit. I know, I noticed. You guys are, you, you're like, oh my gosh, wait, 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 I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Wine. I'm not everybody thank you so much for checking out this week's walking dead podcast we will be back next week to talk about walking dead can you believe we only have three more episodes of the walking dead to go holy shit if you haven't already and you enjoyed this video please hit that like button please hit that subscribe button and join us every week to talk about the walking dead we're also going to be talking about some game of thrones coming up soon tomorrow night we will be back to talk about some better call Saul. so check out for that Wait, 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 oh gosh, I hear some phones. Should we get one last call for the evening? One last call, one last call for the evening. What's going on, buddy? Hello, are you there? Caller? Hello, caller. Giving it one, two, three. Okay, sorry about that, caller. Uh, sorry about that. Please leave us a voice message. But I absolutely agree with you. There is no doubt in my mind that is the way to go. That's that's absolutely that is absolutely the way to go. I agree with you, Joe. That I think I think they're absolutely right. If you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button. Please hit the like button. You can follow. Whoa! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! We're getting we're getting calls all over the place. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us. If you need to email me, email me at igotissuesman at gmail.com. You can leave voicemails at 781-990-8509, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just let us know what show you want that on. I'd like to thank all of you guys for viewing tonight. All of you guys for jumping in the chat. The motherfucking chat was better than ever tonight. And all of you callers have been excellent. We can't say enough how much we appreciate you guys calling in and adding and being a part of the show. It means so much to us. It really does. So everybody, thank you so much. You can follow Joe at Dirty Locks. Follow me at I Got Issues Man on Twitter. Find Katie on Google Plus at Katie Crow. Check out IssuesProgram.com where you can subscribe to the podcast and see all sorts of other stuff. Find us on iTunes, Phil's Recap and Review, all those fun places. If you're into that sort of thing, we have a Patreon and a PayPal donation kind of system set up in the comment section. If you're into that, you can do that stuff. Or you can always tune in every week to jump in the motherfucking chat. Some of the best folks in the world. Everybody, we will be back next time. Oh, make sure you also subscribe to Dirty Issues Gaming and the Friends of Phil group on Google. Oh, yeah. Shut the fuck up, Joe. Oh, wait. Wait. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 Joe. Goodbye, everybody. Shut the fuck up, Joe. Here we go. Shut the fuck up, Joe. On a loop. Woo! <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Joe. On a loop. Woo! Shut the fuck up, Joe. On a loop. Woo! Shut the fuck up, Joe. On a loop. Woo! Shut the fuck up,
Shut the fuck up, Joe. Oh, one, no, yes. Shut the fuck up, Joe. Shut the fuck up, Joe. Shut the fuck up, Joe. Does it ever end? It doesn't end, everybody. It never, the show never ends. I live in D.C. It's legal here, so technically I'm telling people to do something legal. (laughs) Talking about the weed? There you go. There you go, buddy. Thank you so much, everybody. We will talk about you next. Can can you put Ain't Nobody Got Time for That Lady Mixed In? Please share with your friends. Spread the word. Have great stuff. Thank you to everybody. Huge thanks to our Red Sox fan for spreading the word. Thank you to everybody that's checked us out. We love you guys so much. Everybody have a good night. We will talk to you soon. Later.